This is the Radio Ronin Show on podbash.com. Welcome one and all to the greatest show on earth. Y- yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the Radio Ronin Show. Take at- that circus. <laughs> at <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Take that circus. Yeah. Circus. Ringling Brothers Barman Bailey with no more elephants. You show you. That was a tongue twister right there. He did it well. I know. What is happening to this world? I don't know. A circus with no elephants, a sea world with no whales. Well, it just means they're both going to go bankrupt. Yeah, no, that's totally true. Yeah, that's true. So let's not lose what makes us valuable. Chandler. What? Oh, yeah. Hey, Chandler. Hey, Chandler. Oh, hey, it's Radio Ronan. I'm Chunga. With me as always, the lovely, the talented Kenny D. He's right over there. And the smartest man in the room, a man who has reached an age where he has to <laughs> no, grunt yes, yes. anytime he sits down I, I or noticed, stands up. No, I noticed this today. Like, I sat down at work and I was like, Ugh. And then I was like, wait. And then I stood up and went, Ugh. <laughs> like, oh no, I'm at that age now. It's Chandler. Yep, it's me. I had no idea that was an age at all. Like, or like I bent over like the time I shoot at the gym this morning. I was like, like Chandler has yeah. reached that. He said, he says right before we start the show, I think I've reached that age. You, you We're like, grunt. what? When you grunt anytime you sit down and stand up, and Kenny goes, wait a second. And he <laughs> walks over and he goes, Ugh. oh my gosh. <laughs> and he it's stands rude. up. Ugh. It's it's like it's, the it's air in your gut, like instinctually makes you grunt. Yeah, no, it's like I'm not trying to make the noise. Well, I'm at an age where I can't burp unless I'm sitting straight up and down because if I burp when I'm laying in my easy chair, I'll puke. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you if I'm laying there, like, when you burp, like so you like, burp, <laughs> like Chunk of the Hut, Bo Shooter, <laughs> it would just be the worst. Right, so, so I have to sit straight up and down. So if you get the burps, like there's a little bit of acidic uh, feeling. So I don't in. know if it's an acid reflux or what, but I just don't want it. I don't want my burp to pick up a hitchhiker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I have to sit straight up and down. <laughs> wow, we're standing. <laughs> or standing. Yeah, so if you, when you if stand, you stand up, burp, you're yeah, fine. Yeah, I'm fine. So, hey, everyone, welcome. <laughs> welcome to the Radio Ronin Show. This show already. Yeah. Uh, broadcasting or podcasting, I guess we should say live sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Like once a year. Um, no, we're, we're actually working out a way where we're going to try and start doing that. Yeah. So, uh, thank you so much to all of our Patreon, to all of our Patreon members, and thank you to all of you for listening we're very very grateful and we also want to say thanks to our sponsor yes we do this week yeah yeah uh huge thanks to uh cta community supports i'm hoping people are calling them i don't know if they are though um i'm hoping so it's Um, a big thing to do clearly well, it's a it's it's a massive step to take yeah and it's no doubt going to take some 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 thought for you to decide to do this. Uh, Community Supports is looking for professional host uh, parents, for lack of a better term, Mm -hmm. to provide homes to special needs children and special needs adults. Uh, It's a very rewarding program and uh, a great way to give back to your community by helping a child or an adult in need of a good home. So the best way for me to describe this would be like a foster home. But it's it's not. You know, you're you're helping special needs kids special needs adults now they didn't want me to put this in the actual copy talking about this they said no you don't we don't want to we don't want to seem opportunistic i said no this is actually this is actually important so they do pay you to do this you do make money to do this yeah uh they pay you quite handsomely actually the rates that they pay families uh vary depending on the individual and their needs 
Uh, the typical compensation rate is in the range of 2000 to 2500 a month, but it could be more, depending. Mm-hmm. Uh, could be less, depending. But that's the typical. Additionally, there is a monthly payment in the range of five to 600 bucks to cover household items and food and other expenses of everyday life. So these services are considered uh, a foster, uh, foster care type type job, I yeah, guess, or, yeah, or position. And so it's tax-free. So you don't have to pay any taxes on the money that you bring in. Wow. And not only that, but you get blessings. I mean, that's your... You're right really, that's why you're doing it anyway, right? Yeah. It's good of your fellow man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, they're looking for all kinds of families. They want single parents. They want, or, or excuse me, single persons, married couple, people with kids, empty nesters, and beyond. They want to have a variety of families. Uh, there are a couple of qualifications that must be reached of course uh you've got to be 21 or older you have to pass a criminal background check and be able to provide a private bedroom for the person that you're hosting okay yeah i mean it's pretty simple to learn more about how you can make a significant difference in the life of a child or an adult uh i invite you to go to ctasupports.com that's ctasupports.com or call 801-268-4887 that's 801-268-4887 extension 14 tell them you heard it on ronin wonderful uh they're anxiously waiting to hear from all of you and and we have more information so you can reach out to yeah, us absolutely too, such like. a great organization uh, yeah very cool very cool organization and uh thanks to i mean i feel tremendous pressure because they have chosen to sponsor the show absolutely so i'm hoping that they're going to want to well they know our know. audience our audience is so supportive yeah, and I'm and uh, they they came to me saying we know that the Ronan audience is going to respond to this, right? Because they, in addition to both of the people that are organizing this, being huge Ronan fans, they're also host parents themselves. Yeah, so That's they, so you cool. know, yeah. So again, if you need any more information, go to ctasupports.com. All right. Okay. Perfect. Okay. So, man, we got we got a show. We got a show. But first, Hope I mean, like, I hope everyone realizes what a sacrifice we're making to do this show tonight. This is this is a very very special night. It's a very special night. Yeah, because really? playing right. It's a now, very special night. Yeah, yes. This very second. Yeah. Is train in the Goo Goo Dolls. We are skipping the we're, train and Goo Goo Dolls. We were missing go. out on. We were <laughs> skipping. Was like who? <laughs> Can, we, can you tell me one Goo Goo Doll song? No, Hazel, not one. I, Hazel, Hazel Sister. That's Train. That's train. Oh, yeah, that's Train. <laughs> yep. Hey, Soul Sister. <laughs> yeah, Train. Meet Vagina. <laughs> meet Vagina. <laughs> that's how I used to sing it in the studio because I had to play that song. You know what sucks? Here's what sucks. What sucks? Well, there's a couple of things. Train has ruined our lives. I don't know how many different times. Wait, what? Why? Uh, well, oh, there's, there's the the ghost hunt. The ghost hunt. Remember, oh. and they they, they did the, shut the down street a ghost hunt performance <laughs> because of a free concert. Really? Salt Lake. I remember. And everybody in Salt Lake was like, "Train, best band in the world, <laughs> and, and free. We're going. Oh my god, free I, in I Utah. Think that was I mean, anything. Like, train yeah. and free in Cafe Rio. You throw that in, and <laughs> like hell? Salt Lake will implode. Yeah, they don't even care. It's like OJ's in town, and it's free. <laughs> Let's go. It's adult contemporary music? Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> Love so you all adult contemporary gonna, fans. You know what I have to tell you? It's, it is really, really sad because the Goo Goo Dolls and Train, these guys are honestly some of the nicest guys in oh, all they? of show business. Huh. Uh, sincerely, some of the nicest people You ever. would know. I, I, I can spe- judge, but you could actually spe- speak well, yeah. Look, they make crap music. They, they sure. just, you know, I can't hear Iris again. I just yeah. can't. Oh, uh, 
I, I can't hear. Chandler, have you ever heard Iris? I can't I, hear, I don't think I have. I can't hear name even one more time. Aren't they the same song? Pretty much. You know what sucks is uh, when I first met the Goo Goo Dolls, they were a punk band. Yeah. They yeah. were a punk band, like the Misfits or like the Damned. Mm-hmm. Wow. And they said, we're not going to make any money doing this. I know. Let's write Iris. <laughs> The, and uh, you know, yeah, they, it's on the movie soundtrack, and then the rest is history. Really, meaning their history as well. Now, <laughs> nicest guys ever. Yeah, I bet. Uh, when John John Resnick, Johnny Resnick, would come to town, and that hair he had, though, it probably he had, he has had great hair. I, I loved his hair. <laughs> yeah, but it was like so textured and layered. It kind of drives he had some me crazy. Thick ass hair, didn't he? It's too thick. He had great hair. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying it's great. It was like Ellen hair, but like three times the volume. Uh, I could show huh. you some pictures of, of John Resnick, and you would just go, "Yeah, that's the coolest hair ever." Okay, yeah, he he had he had an awesome. It's like hair. he had butt middle hair, and someone took a weed whacker to it randomly. Yes, that. Wait, really? Yes, precisely. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, I'll we'll, we'll find we'll yeah, find I'll, a picture I'll for the, the promo, yeah. and we'll put a good Johnny Resnick. Wait, picture. so you say okay. he's the nicest guy? He and is. I'm sure you know, he, he would come into town and do end zones, and and you know him and the uh, the other guy, the fat guy, I can't remember his name. <laughs> sure, very uh, memorable. But they would they would come into town, and his wife at the time was very much one of these people that said, "Look, I you know you're famous now. I still want to have a normal life." Oh, makes sense. So she kept working at the Disney store. So oh, his cool. wife worked at the Disney store, aside from the fact that he was in the Goo Goo Dolls, which at the time was one of the biggest bands in the world. Yeah. Really big band back in the day. Huge. So John would come into town and he would be like, well, look, I, you know, I'm, I'm definitely not in the lifestyle. Um, I'm not in the rock and roll thing. Uh-huh. Let's go to lunch or let's grab dinner or let's... Something simple. Go to a show or you know, anything that was kind of away uh, from the limelight. Yeah, and it's yeah. not like he had tons of time, but yeah. anytime he had a minute, we would just he, they would do an end zone and then we go do something or whatever. Cool. Yeah, and you know, really, really good guy. So a couple of years go by, and I don't, I don't even know how this happened, but oh, I, I feel weird even telling the story. Go on. I get picked along with a bunch of other people uh, because I'm such a Disney nut. To be one of the ribbon cutters, one of the one of the people that's there, oh, yeah. opening day well, of this California is no surprise. Adventure. Like other than right. the work you've done with them specifically, right. you were there every year to promo new rides and whatever. Oh yeah. We, so I mean, this yeah. is not irregular at this time. I went to Disneyland eighteen times one year. Wow. <sighs> that I mean, isn't that great? Yeah. Well, so, for you, <laughs> awesome. I could walk backstage with no ID, nothing. And I was there so much, everybody was like, hey, Chunga, hey, what's up? Like you're one of the cats. Uh They didn't even care. I had no employee ID, nothing. And and so I was just there a lot. And so I got picked. I think that's probably why I got picked. Uh, Because on the radio, big Disney fan. Right. You know. And uh, there were a lot of other people, famous people that got picked as well. Really famous people. You were probably the cheapest promo ever, considering how much you talked about Disney. Tons. And still do. I mean, yeah. So I think about all the promo we've given them. Right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so we, we, we went and we did the show live, did the morning show live mm-hmm. and hung out in Tim Allen's dressing room and I farted in his couch. <laughs> hoping Tim, that Tim he would Allen? Sit down. Yeah. Because uh. <laughs> Buzz Lightyear. And Wait, it was head. funny. Okay. Got it on video of me ripping a huge fart into Tim Allen's couch. And, and we, we, Blame we, it on Wilson. We just had it. Yeah. Like, it was, was, we had was a that like time. when Thurl Bailey peed on your shoes? <laughs> Have you told? Wait, did you tell the Thurl Bailey story on the show? No. I just filmed a jacuzzi commercial we, with Thurl Bailey like I don't know if we a did. couple of weeks oh, ago. Are we just going to leave it there? Okay, and well, save it. We'll come back around. Okay, okay. and I'll, I'll tell <laughs> you. Thurl <laughs> Bailey peed on my shoes. Yeah, peed on my shirt. Here's, my the, here's the thing, though. There's Thurl Bailey and there's Tim Allen, <laughs> right? 
I would have rather had Tim Allen pee on my shoes. Yeah, I know. I mean, if we're being honest. <laughs> I could see Because that would have been like little baby pee compared to Thurl Bailey. <laughs> no. You know. It's like uh, a garden hose. Stop. I, it wasn't Jamie Foxx, though, right? No. Yeah. That was scary. <laughs> we're totally sidetracked. Yeah, we are. That was so scary. <laughs> Scary. I like that's the word you're using is scary. <laughs> yeah. Jamie Foxx's threatened. Jamie Foxx's wiener was so big. <laughs> Once again, doing free promo. I was Jamie afraid. Fox. Me and Michael Damien, 80s pop star and young and the wrestle star, Michael yeah. Damien. Michael Damien was in the locker stall next to me at a at a celebrity <laughs> softball game. So many tangents. We had to change in the bathroom in the stalls, and we were both giggling. Because we were too afraid to change out there. By all, all, all of the... <laughs> that was like me in junior high, actually. Yeah, yeah. it was terrible. <laughs> Hurry run into the corner of the shower. We were like the only two white guys there. Yeah. And believe me, it showed. <laughs> so... <laughs> or didn't. Man. <laughs> okay, so back to Johnny Resnick. Yeah. Right? So somehow, I know, it's like, oh my gosh, you guys. Like, people so don't love this. <laughs> it's Kenny and Chandler's job to derail the show as much as they well, can. We do. Absolutely. So back to th- back to Thurl Bailey. <laughs> Wait, no, back no. Back to Johnny, Johnny Resnick. <laughs> Tim Allen? <laughs> oh, yeah, Tim Allen. It's Tim Allen. <laughs> so, so John and I would hang oh. out. We would do so. You know, and it wasn't very. It was a couple of times a year. Sometimes, yeah. You know what I mean? Whenever right. they would come through or whatever. And, uh, and so Johnny Resnick and the other guy, the Goo Goo Dolls at the time, were picked to be some of the celebrities at the opening of the California Adventure. Yeah. Do the ribbon cutting, right? So there's, there's a whole bunch of people. And you got to remember the era. So there's, um, I mean, everybody from like... Is this early 2000s? Is that when this 2000, was I think it was 2001. Okay. Yeah. I think was when it was. Maybe 2000, something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there were a ton of celebrities. George Lucas, Tyra Banks, you name it. Wow. Um, Bernie Mac, who's no longer with us, yeah. was there. The, the, Tim Allen, Tom Hanks. I mean, there were really, really, really heavy hitters there at this time, right? And we were all at this party the night before... The California Adventure opened. Right. Okay. And it's kind of like we we just went through this with Star Wars. Land, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, soft the, opening. Just they had for, this VIP. All of yeah. the friends. Every one of the friends were there. Cool. You got to remember the era. So Jennifer Aniston's there. It's a whole thing. Uh huh. And somehow I don't know how we got to be involved with this as well. So mm-hmm. I get to be part. I get to be one of the people that is it, the the inaugural ribbon cutting people. Right? As you know, it's just people. As Dave Grohl once said. Yeah, it's just people. Right, it's just people. Yeah, just people. Just normal yeah. people. Right, yeah. Dave Grohl, by the way, gave me some of the best advice I'll ever get in my life, and we'll tell that in a different story. So, yes. uh, so we go into this area, which is now kind of it's back in the Hollywood Studios back lot, back by where Monsters Inc. is, and where, where all this, the Tron stuff was back in the day. Where all the Tron Arcade, Flynn's Arcade, was okay, back yeah, in the yeah. day. Some of yeah. you will know this. They had an attraction there, and they ended up clearing it out, and so it was mm-hmm. this big open soundstage, basically. They put up palm trees, and it was this big kind of California-type-themed party. Of course, yeah. And keep in mind, it's close to the public, so it's just fancy pants showbiz types, right? Uh-huh. Okay. So we go back there, and they have these huge blocks of ice, and they have these really elaborate carvings all the way through the ice. How they did it, I will never know. And they called it a, a, a drink luge, or a cocktail luge was what they called it. And so they would dump the cocktail mixture through the ice and you would watch the colored cocktail fluid get flow and then it gets cold okay. and it gets super super cold and then when it comes down into your into your glass it's this ice cold beverage, right? Wow. And they're really crazy colors. They're like neon blue and, and like oh, nice. antifreeze green and all kinds of neon yellow and neon orange. 
So it's nuts. And so we're going there and we're warned by my good friend, Lisa Whaley. She's like, who does promotions there. She's like, hey, um, I've been told you may want to take it easy on these things. And we're like, well, look, you know, I'm not much of a drinker, but I'll, I'll, I'll have one. Yeah. Just just so guy because the luge thing is so cool. Yeah, right. I'll try it. So we all get in line. John Resnick is with me and and uh, and we're all there and we're having fun. And I look over and I see George Lucas and Tyra Banks, of all people. And George Lucas is standing there and he's kind of weaving. He's holding his martini glass. It's like a plastic <laughs> neon so colored martini like, glass. Like a large penguin, like an emperor penguin. Uh-huh. He's swaying from side to side. His eyes are half open and he's got that, that neck of his, you know. And he's just kind <laughs> of... Balancing on. Yeah. And he looks like, you know, and so John is in front of me and he goes up and Tyra Banks says to him, hey, Johnny, you may want to take it easy. These drinks are like, and she points over to George Lucas. It was like, look, he's like barely conscious. John's like, oh, come on. So they dump the thing in and through the thing. He's like, I'm from Buffalo. And he gets this and he takes a drink. He's like, there's no alcohol even in this. You lightweights. That's so we go, do it again. Do it again. He's probably so what, he's, 150 pounds. He's way shorter than Chandler. Okay. He's probably 5'9". Yeah. Short guy. Uh-huh. Very, very thin. And he has two right there in line. Yeah. I drank half of one, and I'm a, I'm a big guy. Sure. A little over 6'5", 245-ish pounds. Yeah. And I drank half of one and was like, ah, uh, no, this I'm putting this down. <laughs> this has to stop right here. Of course. Because I'm about to forget my name. And After I'm only half of you. a drink. Half. And you just couldn't taste the alcohol in it. And so yep. John ends up having like, he drank two and then got back in line. <laughs> so he goes back through. Because he thinks he's in the wrong line. He's like, I got the virgin drink right here. And so, we're, yeah. So we're just kind of mingling and, and we're just talking. There's a bunch of celebrities and I'm telling Tim Allen I farted in his couch and we videotaped <laughs> it. It's, we're having a good time. And then I see this like tuft of blonde hair, like hauling ass through the venue. <laughs> Like what, running just, full just speed. running? And I was like, well, there goes John. He's <laughs> It's hit. He's It's hit him. Yeah. Full steam. And now he's running in a dead sprint through the California Adventure. It's just barely open. It's not even ah, open. I'm surprised he had a shirt on. <laughs> I have no idea where he went. No idea. So luckily for me, the, the, the effect, because I stopped, went away pretty quick. Uh-huh. Sure. Right? We get to the uh, California, it was called California Scream, and it's the Incredicoaster now. Mm-hmm. And we, we go through the line, and we're, and we're getting on. We have no idea where John is. And we see the yellow California Scream car in front of us. And I look down, and there's John Resnick, just some supermodel, you know. And he's just all over her yeah. while they're in the, oh, while they're in, in the car. In the, two, they're, they're in the two-seater ready. thing? Yeah, they're getting, they haven't no lowered way. the thing yet. Oh, oh no. the And the me, neck I don't know why. I just went, John! And he turns around like, that's not your wife. <laughs> and the girl looks at her, she's like, what? And then she was furious, and then the cart starts rolling out. <laughs> that's when the raid started? Never saw John again. <laughs> Never came on the show again. Weird. Never had, him and his I, wife got divorced. I, I, don't know, I don't know how that happened. I Weird. feel like such a homewrecker. A little bit. Well, isn't he the homewrecker? Well, of course. Yeah. 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 I mean, of course he is. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that was what led to the divorce, but ultimately he and his wife drifted apart in whatever fashion or or were already drifting apart. <laughs> That's you know I mean? not your I wife? I don't even know why he said that. I think it was the drink. <laughs> I felt fine. It apparently makes you do weird things. I felt fine and was like, I'm sober as a judge. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just wanted to, I wanted to partake of the ice luge. So... <laughs> I had to do it, right? I'm worried about you and the ice luge now. Listen, I see another one, man. I'm throwing down. <laughs> oh, no. So you can't resist it. So, yeah, that's that's the John Resnick story. But he's, yeah. he's, he's honestly a very, very nice guy. 
Very, very good guy. Well, we could see that live tonight. But I, here but we, we are. Miss it. I was like, hey, souls. Oh, no, that's hey. train. Yeah, that's that train. We're hey, skipping souls. the Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> skipping the Goo Goo Dolls and train to do the show Man, tonight. I, I know. love that Sacrifice. song in sixth grade. So why, why is it that you, uh, how did you know about Thurl Bailey? I, I didn't. Well, I didn't really know about Thurl Bailey. I, with my job, I, I end up meeting a lot of kind of famous people. And like Lindsay I was, Sterling, I, no big deal. Yeah, I was told. Yeah, Lindsay was, Sterling. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, <sighs> I was told to go to a shoot location where hey, we're filming, and uh, it was out somewhere in like Holiday or something like that. And I pull up, and it's Thurl Bailey's house, and I had no idea. Big and T. Big Big T. <laughs> big T Thurl Bailey. Yeah, who I was in uh, church ball I still with. And, and, yeah, you were in church ball with him. And uh, you were in church ball with him, Chandler. Yeah. Uh, Ch- Thurl and I actually shared a trailer. Which I didn't know So at all. during the filming of, of church ball. Was this trailer bigger than most trailers? Uh, it, it was. It, was a, it so. was a good size. Yeah. Do people they know have, who Thurl Bailey is? Yeah, well, Am I if kind you, of... Actually, if you're outside of Utah, you probably don't. Yeah. So for the longest time, when the Jazz were in their heyday, when when it was the Jazz versus Michael Jordan, there was a power forward who was basically Carl Malone's backup, who his name was Thurl Bailey. And Thurl Bailey was a star of the team. He was one hell of a basketball player, but his career was fairly short. Yeah, He's a very nice guy, very yeah. short. And he chose to stay in Utah. And so he's something of a Utah icon now, yeah. if you're outside of the state of Utah. He's on... All of the jazz pregame shows, and he's a he's, he's a, a commentator now. He's a commentator now, religious soul singer. He was he's very much a he's a beautiful singer. Yeah, and I, he he made a run at being a fashion designer at one point. He did, and now he's he did, a, a motivational speaker. And now he well he's always done that. Has he? Yeah, okay. he has. So anyway, so they get Thurl Bailey and I to be in this movie, and we're in the trailer. the The, the movie is called Church Ball. And Thurl is one of the players, and I'm one of the referees, and they yeah. they made me up to look like Ron Jeremy for some unknown reason. <laughs> it's a I don't know. Movie. Like, Ron Jeremy's no like five foot this. three, and I'm six. Well, anyway, <laughs> yeah. So I'm in wardrobe, and it took a long time because they had to put hair extensions in my head. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And they were terrible. They were t- 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 to give me Just, a mullet. Yeah. So I had this big fake stash and this you know hair extension mullet on that was sewn into my head every day, which mm-hmm. was horrible. And I'm wearing this referee outfit. So I go in to report my, I go to my call time, I go to the trailer, I drop off my wardrobe, and then I go to hair and makeup to get my mustache put on and and to get the hair extensions put in. And I have my stuff all laid out. So I go back, uh, I'm in sweats or whatever, and then I go to put my my referee outfit on so that I can go to the set and start filming. Mm -hmm. And Thurl is in there. And I was like, Big T! And he's in the bathroom, he's like, Hey, how you doing, Chunga? Hey, Chunga man. Hey. <laughs> Chunga and man. He comes out. <laughs> he comes out of the bathroom. Yeah. And imagine, you know, me in one of these trailer bathrooms. Right. You're not a small dude. It's like an airplane bathroom, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Big T coming out of that is like a horror show. He probably so grunted. He's like he's extricating <laughs> himself out of the bathroom. Uh huh. And I'm thinking to myself, oh my! I'm glad he's out because my shoes are in there. My shoes that I have to wear for the for the uh, wardrobe. Oh no! And they're these old '80s Nike high tops that were yeah. bought at the DI. <laughs> I can't. And they're like I neon blue and neon purple oh, so, because they're nice. from the '80s. I think knowing the punchline's worse. <laughs> I have one pair. There's there's a backup of every other. I have a backup mullet just in case something goes Why wrong. Why don't you bring him in the bathroom? Chaka? I have a backup mustache in case something goes wrong. Sure. I go walking in to get my shoes, and there's pee all over my shoes. <laughs> Wait, was Big he? T peed on my church shoes. 
Was he standing? <laughs> he on my church ball shoes in this tiny trailer bathroom. Well, yeah, and, and I'm guessing it's probably kind of hard to aim. Probably you know crashing right? over and wow, he's uh, in there. He got enough for your love, baby. <laughs> Did you say anything? To I him? don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> Can't get enough for your love, babe. Yeah, I, he clearly had no idea. That's the heavy so he stream. comes out and he's in his in his in his wardrobe and he reports yeah, to the I set. Hope doesn't listen to this. I really hope so too. Or my bosses. Big T knows he peed on my shoes. Okay, that's good. At least I'm glad yeah. he knows. I went walking to the set. Pee, wait, your pee soaking wait, through my you, socks. You're wait, wearing you, it. You <laughs> There's no other. Ba- there are no backups. I had to wear pee shoes. There's nothing worse than wearing wet shoes and socks. But oh, that's that, water. Urine. <laughs> uh, and you think cat urine is bad? Try thorough urine. <laughs> After a week on the set. <laughs> wait, wait, what day? What day on set was this? Day one. No. <laughs> so I'm trying. I'm. I'm are like, you kidding? This is gonna be. This is gonna be. Ter- this is gonna be a long week. So yeah. I finished that first day of filming, and I went to the prop master, and I said, uh-huh. "Yo, <laughs> I can't wear." The, I'm. I'm squishing in here. I'm thorough peed on my shoes. shoes. He goes, "What?" I said, "Thorough peed on my shoes." I don't even. I, I when I went onto the set, I'm like, "Dude, you peed all over my shoes." He's like, "I did not." <laughs> yes, you did, Thorough. You peed all over my shoes. I want a new trailer. I'm not coming out. I need a new trailer. Yeah. This girl has ruined my life. You know. Um, so he knew. I, I mean, I made sure he knew. This is not some revelation that he's hearing for the first time. Oh, man. So I they hosed not. him down. They That first day, they hosed him down like crazy. They got him totally soaked. The next day, they were still wet. Oh, yeah. And still smelled like pee. There's a DI <laughs> or a savers anywhere. Well, yeah, but you've already shot, right? You can't oh, go yeah. you got continuity problems. Yeah, like you can't, continuity. It's not shot in sequence. So you can have one basketball game shot over five different days. Oh, with pea shoes. Pea shoes. So yeah. So thanks, Thurl. And I told him, I'm screaming, you owe me a suit, mother you know. Yeah. <laughs> this is my favorite part. Like working in show business, especially like with my dad and myself. I'm like, it's like, hey, what's your name? I'm like, oh, film with Thurl Bailey. Didn't know what was going on with that. Like I, I had no idea this was happening. And you're like, oh yeah, he peed on my shoes. Well, I'll see you at home. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what? Peed on my church shoes. Like, just so random. Wait, well, my so. church ball shoes. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Thank you. That's so good. That's fun. Um, <laughs> so much fun. Hey, listen, we got way sidetracked. We got totally, totally, totally okay. sidetracked. Wait, we have a show. We have. We, yeah, we've got a lot of show. We're going to sure. be talking about Toy Story 4 today. Uh, we're talking about the Great Salt Lake, which is weird. Okay. We're okay. talking about the weird. Great Salt Lake and Kenny's Greatest Fear. We're also talking about toys because of Toy Story 4. So we've got a chunk of pull about toys that's coming up a little bit later on. Kenny's Random Stories. Yeah. And we're having a Ronin party. We're having a big, fat, fancy Ronin party. Let's talk about the Ronin party now. Yeah. You want to do it now? Yeah. Okay. So Friday. Tomorrow, as of this, uh, the the dropping of the show. yeah. Yeah. The airing of the show. Uh, tomorrow it is Friday, June twenty oh, first. Just... Yeah, yes, yes. Of course it is. Yes. June twenty first. Man, the summer's flying by, and I'm still wearing hoodies. Uh, <laughs> June twenty first is uh, the Ronan party. Friday night. It is free to all Radio Ronan listeners. It is so cool. Free. Doesn't cost you a thing. It's normally it, it normally costs for you to get into this club. Uh, Chandler and I are performing at the brand new Ibiza Ultra Lounge 
in downtown SLC. Yeah. So and what do I need to do in order to get in for free? Super One easy. might ask. Super easy. Okay. Barely um, We can't just let you show up at the door because they they um, they want to know who you are. Sure. Yeah. So I've gone to the owners. I've gone to the promoters. I've talked to them and said, hey, look, all of our Ronan friends need a party. We had a ghost hunt, and a lot of you were too afraid to go. So a lot of the goblins were too afraid to go, and we had kind of a light turnout. Yeah. And so we said, hey, let's throw a party where everybody, whether you're on Patreon or not, where everybody can go and hang out and Absolutely. just be buddies. So Chandler is DJing, and then I am DJing. Ah, uh, yes. And we're back. here's how you could show up for free. Okay. Ibiza Ultra Lounge in downtown Salt Lake City. It's 180 West, 4th South. It's a brand new, beautiful, beautiful Vegas style club. And I think Salt Lake really, really needs this. Yeah. And so they're really hoping that they're going to get a good turnout from all of the Ronin. Because they want to get the word out and they want people to know Perfect. that this club exists, right? Yeah, I think it opened in April. It's fairly new. Okay. Brand new. It's yeah. beautiful. It's gleaming white inside. And because it's Ibiza, Ibiza is a legendary club town in Spain. They have screens with palm trees and beaches, and they have just colored lights. There's co- like tons Super of color. clean. A white floor. Yeah. They have a white floor. Wow. They have white cool. walls. Everything's white. It's really, really cool. Yeah. And in addition to the white walls, they've got just, it's just, it's it's really pretty. And yeah. it's really, really classy, right? Yeah. So this is my thing with this. Well, first of all, let me tell you how you can go. You have to be on our, our Ronin VIP list. Every single one of you that comes in is going to be a VIP. You'll be treated as a VIP at the door. When you come in, you are very welcome in this club. Mm-hmm. And you, you you have to DM us, direct message us, or go to the comments on one of these things and say, I want to go and give me a plus one. Yeah, give okay. me a plus 20. Great. So there's like posts on our, on my Instagram, Chunga's Instagram, our Facebook pages as well. Uh, I think the Ronin Facebook page also has one up there. So just okay. comment like your name and, and how many, many people you're bringing. Yeah. Or you can direct message me. If you want to bring... 50 people with you, you can bring 50 people and cool. you're all in for free. Very cool. This is this club can definitely hold all the people. So, you know, some people have been uh, messaging me going, well, can I bring a person? You can bring 100 people if you want to bring 100 people. Bring all of your mates. Bring all your buddies. They're all welcome. But here's the catch. There is a slight catch. You got to be there before 1030. Yeah. Okay. And Chandler's playing starting at 9. Yeah, anyway. exactly. Exactly. And he's done at, I think, 11. Yeah. So you want to be there before 10.30 anyway, so you can listen to Chandler play, right? Hey. Hearing you guys, so I came in tonight getting ready to record, uh-huh. and yeah. I heard both both samples of both of your sets and yeah. what you think you may possibly, what direction you may go into. Yeah, just kind of trying some we stuff We never out. really planned anything out. Yeah. But yeah. And it was just like, just the vibe, and both are just so unique and made me Way miss. different. Yeah, huh? very different. Bash music so much, and I cannot wait to see this. Oh, uh, hey. Thank you. Yeah, first yeah. Thank of all, you, thank you. Kenny will be there. He will be. Kenny will be on stage. Uh, um, I'll be doing there. Doing some, you know, <laughs> and, and Joshua will be there. Of course. And not only that, I'm going to try and work with security, and maybe Chandler and Kenny can help. I'm going to be bringing people up on stage to kind of watch what happens. Yeah. So if you want to see how DJing works and how it happens, and you want to come up and you want to see what it looks like. From the DJ's perspective, yeah, just come to the side of it's the stage, so cool. and, we'll, yeah. and we'll make it happen. So we're right. going to work this out so everybody can can be a part of this. And I want everybody to try and experience something that they may have perhaps have not tried before. 
And this would be a perfect time to do it. I think people have a lot of uh, preconceived ideas about what happens in nightclubs or what nightclubs are. Or they may have some certain, like they're self-conscious. I'm too old. I'm sure. too heavy. Yeah, I'm I want to talk Mormon, about that too. Yeah. I'm too this. I'm too that. You're not too anything. This is your buddies from Radio Ronin performing live in front of you with all your other buddies from Radio Ronin. Yeah. What's We're all co- hanging out and having fun, and that's it. What's really nice is, like, I don't consider myself a dancer, nor, nor nor would anyone who saw me dance consider me a dancer. But when this music plays, your shame goes out the window. Yeah. And not that you become an idiot, but you just go with it. No, you and, just have fun. And no one judges. You just yeah. kind cares. of... Because everyone's in the same spot that you are. You just kind of play. Yeah. Kenny is a very interesting guy, because we always we always joke about the time that he got roofied and went nuts. <laughs> Sure. And he did. Yeah. It did not. But yeah, when Kenny goes to these shows, like when he was at the Nitro Circus show or when he was at any of the... Yeah. All of his inhibitions go away mm-hmm. and Kenny's bouncing off the ceiling. And it's a lot it's of fun. It's so much fun. Yeah. It, and, and I think a lot of other people, if we've done our job, that's yeah. what you're going to do. Yep. You feel the energy and you can't help yourself. You don't have to know anything in particular about dancing because all anybody really does is just jump around anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't want to dance... There's plenty of places, plenty of tables, plenty of places for you to grab a Coke or grab a cocktail. There's you can drink or not drink. Area. Yeah, I mean, it, it's and tons you can, of places to hang You out. can listen to Chandler play live or you can listen to me play live and be exposed to something in a completely safe environment that you may not have heard before or that may be a new experience for you and, and learn something new. Just right? from this outside party, be part of this energy. It's so much fun. Having been there so many times, you can't help it. Thank you, Kenny. Yeah. Because that's really what it's all about, right? Thanks, man. Because it it really is about the, just the energy that's in the room and everybody having fun together, nobody judging each other, Uh nobody's mad dogging each other or looking each other up and down. It's just everybody having a really great time. And this is a very personal thing for me. It's a very personal thing for Chandler. You know, the population in Salt Lake City has grown um by hundreds of thousands of people right yet there's there's still no decent nightclubs here in town there are all these ratty ass hip hip hop clubs yeah where they're they're just kind of dingy and they're not fun and you're worried about your safety yeah well these guys have said we are going to be the anti salt lake city club club okay. we we want cool. we want to be uh we want to be everything that we hope salt lake city nightlife can be so they want everybody if you're so inclined to dress up, you know, Mike Finley hit me up. One of our one of our producers, he hit me up and he was like, "Hey, um, can I wear my kilt?" Hell yeah, you can wear your kilt. Just wear something underneath. Just you might yeah. want to because there's a lot of you. You might be you might be shaking it. Uh-huh. Right? <laughs> you won't. Um, they do have a dress code per se, but I yeah. don't think they're going to keep anybody out. I really don't. They they just they just say, "Hey, dress to impress," because we want this to be. Something better than what Salt Lake Flashy. Has. Yeah, they want to be classy. Of no pretension, just, you know, it's fun. Yeah. Just go with the flow. Kenny will wear his Dayton shirt. Yeah. Come see Kenny in one of his Dayton shirts. I'll roll up the sleeves. He looks really good. Dayton he casual. Does, he does look good. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, guys. Uh, yeah. yeah, and try not to wear a baseball hat if that's okay. That's one of those things where they're yeah. like, come on, no baseball hats. Right. Let's, we're, trying to, we're trying to have some fun at kind of a different level here. Yeah. And we've wanted to do something like this, uh, the three of us. And Joey Snow and Morgan Hayes, we've wanted to do something like this for years yeah. and have never done it. And so for uh, us truthfully, to be, this is the return. This is everyone could have a chance to witness the return of you two. Yeah. In, yeah. in this atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, Don't miss I, it. I played there Saturday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chandler has not played in Utah in 
over two, two and a half years. years. Two years. Two, yeah. you, two yeah. and a half years. Yeah. Wow. Before this past Saturday, I have not performed in Utah in since the Nitro Circus gig two and a half two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah two, well, it was about two years ago. Right. So it's been a long time, and I, it, this is something like I said, this is something that means a lot, not only to Kenny but to to Chandler and I. Because we've worked at this for years. Yeah, we have. Years. I've worked at this my yeah. whole life. Yeah. And would love to be able to share that with you guys. Yeah. So if you're so inclined, let go of your inhibitions. Let's get up off of your couch and let's come out and let's all have some fun together. So much fun. Friday, Friday night. night. Yeah. Nine o'clock is when the doors open. Chandler starts playing at nine o'clock. Yeah. He'll play till 11-ish and then I'll play till 1.30. Yep. So it's gonna be an awesome night. I can't wait. Yeah. If, if anything else, just come. Just come listen to the tunes. Just, just come out. listen to the music. And yeah. jo- Joshua will be dancing. So. Oh, of course. Enjoy. It'll be a lot of fun. Yes. If you're married, grab your wife. I, Dr. Boyden is coming. Oh, is he really? Dr. Boyden is coming. Yeah. Uh, I've already heard from a lot of people saying, "Yeah, I'm. I'm going to be there." Um, people that I didn't expect would say, "I'm. I'm going to show up. I'm going to go." So I'm so excited to have all of you there. Fantastic. And again, if you want to show up, you you can bring more than just one person. You know, if it's you and 20, well, hell, come on in. You just have to let us know. So let it just let us know so that we can get you on the list. And um, we are honored and really, really excited to play for you. And and hopefully expose you to something new. Yeah. Excited! To I see was it. I was remixing Metallica tonight, just so you know. Yeah, that's what I heard. It was so good, and it was fun. Yeah, right. We had a good time, right? <laughs> yeah. So who knows if we'll have exci- yeah. done that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little excited. Um. So uh, I, it, it's uh, man. I, I mean, I could talk about it all night. So yeah. let's just move on. Um. Had a weird. Had a weird experience. We had a weird day. Yeah. It's it been has, a, it day. has been a weird day. It's been a really weird day. Right. It's been a weird day for everybody. Yeah. Uh, we're recording this late, late, late Tuesday. Is it a night. full moon? It, well, it was a couple of days ago. Yeah. Okay. Our cats were super extra. That's always a dead giveaway. <laughs> That's true. When the cats are with Cheetos, Cheetos just on off his the mind. hook. I posted that picture on Instagram of Cheeto, who was just like the stage five cleaner that wouldn't leave me alone. Yeah. Like all of our cats were that way. Uh, but I don't. I don't think that's why we had a weird day today. But we I, at my big boy job, we brought in a new team member, new guy today, uh, a new employee today. And his name is Jason, and he, he actually lives in Texas. He's not he's not local. He works hmm. remotely. Hmm. And we brought him into town to kind of onboard him and go through the, the whole thing. And he shows up at the office. He's like, oh, man. And, uh, I, man wow. Utah. What an interesting place. Well, he's you know, right. The mountains. Well, he's again, he's from Dallas, and yeah. so it's just flat. It's totally flat. So everywhere he goes, he's just like, I can't believe there's still snow on the mountains. He's taking pictures everywhere he goes, and he's. Oh uh, yeah, it's, cool. it was actually really cool. That is right? cool. So we, I took him to R and R, and we hung out for a little bit, and he was telling me the story. He goes, man, I had the craziest. I mean, I just had the craziest Uber driver coming here from the airport. Damn. <laughs> and I said, you had a crazy, crazy man. She, this one was just crazy. I think she thought I was moving here. And she told me everything. I mean, told me everything about Utah. Okay. Oh, no. I said, oh, well, let's, you know, lay it on yeah. me. What did she, I want to know what she told you and yeah. we'll see if it was right or not. She goes, and he goes, well, I heard about, I heard about everything from Lagoon. Or he called it the Lagoon. The Lagoon. The Lagoon. The Lagoon. Yeah. And then she told me the story about how the Great Salt Lake is a super salty lake and you can't sink in it. I said, no, that's true. Yeah, yeah. that's actually yeah. very true. And I told him about Lake Bonneville and how this is all a lake bed and everything. Right. We're brought, we're in Utah, by the way, in case you didn't realize, didn't know that. And and he says, then there's sharks out there. What? I went, hold on. Whoa, hold on. Hold on. What? Yeah. And the shark. Wait. 
So the Uber Salt driver Lake? is telling oh, our, okay. new, our new employee. So he says this based on her account. She's telling him there are sharks in the Great Salt Lake. So she was. Uh, little, well, I was kind of the, I was like, so she's clearly nuts. Yeah. yeah. And he goes, oh, man, she just went on and on and on about how there's this place in the Great Salt Lake and there are sharks out there. And they, what? And all these people, when they can't handle their fish, when their fish get too carried away in their saltwater tanks, they take them out to the Great Salt Lake and they dump them in the Great Salt Lake so they can live. They'll die. Yeah. Immediately. I'm like, this woman is insane. That's like yeah. land of the, the sea monkeys. This is That's insane. where they make the brine <laughs> shrimp sea monkeys. So one of the guys I work with, David, says, we're all in the car. David's like, all right, all right, that's enough. I've had enough of this. So he pulls out his phone. He goes, I'm looking this up because I'm driving. Yeah. And David's next to me. He, so he's like, I'm looking this up. And he's like, oh, what? I'm like, what? No. What is that? Apparently. No. There is a spot in the Great Salt Lake where the salt is because next to the Dead Sea, uh, back east, is <laughs> back east, back in, Middle East. The Great Salt Lake <laughs> is the most densely salted yeah. body of water on Earth. Yeah, next to the Dead Sea, right? Back east, okay, <laughs> back east. So in the home country, I guess there is an area of the Great Salt Lake that is only three percent salinity, which mimics the ocean perfectly. Oh. Huh. What? And Hold apparently, on. people do do this. I just learned about this. I've lived here most of my life. Not all of it, but most of it. Yeah. And apparently, this is a thing where people are going and they're just like, oh, I can't handle this tropical fish anymore. Be free, little Nemo. And they dump it in the Great Salt Lake and off it goes to be happy. Uh, come on. Or just cooked by salt. Two sharks. What? In the Great Salt two, Lake. What do you two mean? Two confirmed sharks? I saw them. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> what? Chunga. Two, come two. on, come on. This, Two this, you know, barracudas. Yeah, I want you to shut up for a second. <laughs> this is this is nothing to joke around about no. with me. No, no, no. I don't want you throwing this crap around because I get worried in Barrel Lake that there are sharks. It's your greatest fear. I, I I've been to Salt Lake for fun, and if I this, no, this is not okay. <laughs> Two sharks in the Great Salt. They're huge. They're like fifteen feet shut long. No you are freaking way. mouth. Fifteen feet long, and they have. Two barracudas, so they're mutants, and they have everything in there yeah. is a mutant. They have all kinds of weird fish, angelfish. They have tropical fish like dory. They have all of these different kinds of fish, and so David is like baloney, baloney, baloney. So he's looking this up and he's reading all this literature where people yeah. are saying, "No, this is a real deal." So then he goes to YouTube and he finds pictures of divers diving in the Great Salt Lake with heads of lettuce. They're diving in the Great Salt Lake with heads of lettuce, and all of these fish, these tropical fish, are swimming up to them. In the Great Salt what? Lake, eating lettuce out of their hands. And sure enough, the sharks show up. <gasps> and the barracudas show up. <laughs> and they're massive. No massive. way. There are sharks in the Great Salt Lake. Is it because there's like a natural spring coming up from, and that it's kind of mixing Comes with the waters? Comes up from the earth, yeah. a natural and spring. And it mixes enough. And, and mixes with the salinity enough because that there's a, a section of the Great Salt Lake where all of these fish can live. And they just stay right there. I've been snorkeling in parts uh, of the ocean where yeah. it's like freshwater, ocean water. Yes. And it's a weird combo. And, and that's can, what's uh, happening. What? So apparently this is a, de- <laughs> this is a thing. I, I had no clue. I've never heard of this before. And so now it's becoming people are going out there. They spend a buck on a head of lettuce and go out there and feed the fish out of their hand. They feed them lettuce. Feed them their <laughs> Stupid fish. Hands. They're just eating lettuce. <laughs> so <laughs> They're fish. But they tell you, you have to hold your hand together like a, like a fin when you're holding the lettuce. Because if you spread it apart, they'll think it's food. 
and you, and, and oh. you're gonna lose a you're gonna lose a finger in the, the great like the Barracudas. Salt Lake. Yes. Wow. I'm not okay with this. I'm absolutely stunned. Yeah. I've never heard of this before. If anyone knows or has done this, if anyone has gone diving with a head of lettuce to feed the Great Salt Lake Barracudas and sharks, you have. I, my mind is blown, man. It's like a whole scene, man. You're glaring at me. I'm not okay with this. I'm having this weird Look. reaction. I'm like Dennis Hopper in Blue Velvet. Yeah. I'm, I'm just like I'm like on oxygen. I can't believe what I'm hearing. When when I was a scout. We went camping at Antelope Island, which is yes. the island that's right in the middle there. Yep. And we took a little dinghy out there to go. And we went so far. Yeah. And you go so far and you could still walk out of the boat and probably touch. It, like, sharks touch the ground. But, uh, sharks in the Great Salt Lake. What if there was a fin? What if there's a freaking fin? Big. There probably was. I, you yeah. don't believe me? Just pull up YouTube. Just pull it up. Because it, it's apparently it's no, it's thank a, you. I don't want that nightmare if fuel. If anyone has done this, you gotta <laughs> let us know on our Facebook pages. I hate okay? this so much. You gotta let us know if you've done this because I didn't believe this, this is at all. Crazy. So it's me. It's the new guy, and it's Dave, and we're all just shocked looking at this shark in the Great Salt Lake. Big shark, the fifteen hell, man. feet long. This means I, you're just a couple miles from a shark, Kenny. Instead no. of hundreds of miles. That's Kenny's greatest fear is I, sharks. Yeah. I grew up going to surf and swim thinking that there were sharks behind those cages. They were going to come get me. I don't. I mean, <laughs> I still. Where they make the waves? Yeah. The, where the paddles make yeah. the waves? There's sharks. Because there's a little cage where the, the, the water gets pushed out. Yeah. Little yeah, hydraulics or whatnot. And I thought sharks would just be there waiting for me to, for my arm to accidentally slip in or something. And the shark's going to grab you. Oh, yeah. So, um, again, I want to know. This. I, I guess. I don't know where exactly the location is that they do this, but I think it's by Tooele. It's just, it's fairly close. Wow. They said it's 40 miles from Salt Lake. Cursed, man. Which would be Tooele. Straight up cursed. So, yeah, interesting stuff. Huh. I learned something new about our hometown. I could have gone my whole the, life without knowing that, and I'd be I, okay. I, uh, I agree with you. I agree with you. What kind of sharks? Yeah, what kind of sharks? Do you know? Mewing sharks? Like ra- radiation <laughs> sharks? I bet they walk out of there one day. Like Jabberjaw? Yeah. <laughs> like Jabberjaw. Good reference. When yeah. I played hockey for the Sharks, I have Jabberjaw on the side of my goal. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know for oh. sure what type of shark they are, but yeah. when I looked at them, I'm like, they're sharks. Wow. Like, no question about it. They're clearly sharks. Uh, what they're eating, I don't know. Kittens, probably. Because they're like... <laughs> you know it's kittens. I, I don't know. Sharks are, you know... Uh, they're predators, yeah. so I, I don't. I have no idea what they're. That's where all the buffalo on. went. Maybe buffalo, probably, <laughs> or stray dogs. Yeah, a lot of stray animals I don't out know. that way. I don't know. Huh? Um, maybe that's what happened in Operation Rio Grande. Oh my gosh! They just rounded up the homeless and took <laughs> them out there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Way to go, Biskupski. She's like, I have a plan. People don't know we have sharks. He's just like a Bond villain. <laughs> Feed them to the Salt Lake Allegedly. Sharks. <laughs> <laughs> shark Lake? The Great Shark Lake. You think you'll get away with this, Bershkupski? <laughs> Say that in Sean Connery voice. Bershkupski? <laughs> Do you expect me to talk, Bershkupski? <laughs> so... Oh my gosh. By the way, what'd you do to your hand? It looked like you... It, don't worry like you about got, it. You got bit. 
I, well, a shark. I like how my hands are normally pristine, except for now Let's there's see. there's a slight dent oh, in it. Dent. There is. There's a depression and, in, and in your thumb. And and I like that. That's noticeable. Like most guys probably just have scars on their hands or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But if I have like a slight little cut or bruise, you can tell. Yeah, yeah, no, it's yeah. true. No, we can. It's because I have hands of a prince. Like, have you felt these or, things? Why, why, or, or, or are hands, you stalling? What, what happened? Hands of a princess. I, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so true. I did manual. Kenny doesn't manual labor. At I all. did manual labor over the weekend. He got thrown out of a harbor freight for goofing <laughs> off with a metal detector. Because yeah, I kept trying to. That wasn't a metal he kept, detector. He kept, he kept scanning my 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 area. He kept, he kept hitting Chandler in the nuts with tools. <laughs> he got kicked out. <laughs> yeah, I don't really belong. So no. obviously, so since I've moved, I've brought, I bought all new furniture and I put right. it together you got myself. Your own, you got your own place, yeah. right? Yeah. And so I finally bought a bunk bed for the girls and I was like, okay, I can do this. A nice big pink bunk bed that they're going to be real excited about. Huh? And, you know, I had them over the weekend. It was Father's Day weekend, as you yeah. know. Yep. And so I was pretty fortunate to have them. And I'm like, hey, give me an hour or two. I'll get this taken care of. And generally it's pretty easy. Like it wasn't an Ikea one where it's just like you use one Allen wrench and you're golden. Right, yeah, it's just oh, yeah. the, like the one include. Allen wrench comes in the baggie. Yeah, this one yeah. needed like four different screwdrivers. I'm like, okay, all right, four. we can do this. Four different were they Phillips? Uh, yeah, they were Phillips. You nice. don't know. You don't know what that means. I to know you. what it means. Is four? It's the four lines. Like the star thing. <laughs> it's the cross. It's the four the cross lines. <laughs> it's the two lines intersecting. Yep, Phillips. That's what Good I meant. Job. Good job. The Wilson yeah. Phillips screwdriver. So I uh, was putting the bed together, and you know, you get to a point where you're like, I'm pretty confident in my skills. Oh wait! I need to. It needs to be level as you put like the head, the head of the bed, like the bed, the yeah, frame there, right, and make it aligned with the sides. Yeah. And have you ever done that by yourself? Um, you probably have. Well, I you're did. When well, no, I I went through a very similar thing when I was on my own. Yeah. And was divorced and right. and bought Chandler, young baby oh, Chandler. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bought him a bunk bed set. Right. And I had to put it all together. Yeah. And it, it went so poorly, I called somebody from R.C. Willie and said, get out here and put this together. I Please, can't do this. I'll pay you. No, it was, I, I will pay you. Just come out yeah. right now. I need somebody to come well, out right well, now. Well, Chunga, I'm um, LDS and Jewish, so I'm yes. quite cheap. Yes. <laughs> I can say that. Utahns love to hang on to a buck. Yeah, absolutely. And so now I was make like, him a Jew on top of it. And, and I hate putting people out, so I'm oh, like... Oh, now we're going to get investigated. Nah. We better take that out. Nah. Kenny's a Jew. I'm Shut a Jew. Up. I can, we can Please, say yeah, it. Yeah. Stop. So I was like, look, I don't want to put anyone out. I'm going to put this together myself. And so I got to a point where I literally needed to put the sides of the bed frame up on my shoulders. Yeah. Hold up my arms so that I'm balancing them. Nice. Yes. And they've got the screws and the little wood blocks that apparently oh, fit yeah, the in. the pegs? Yes. The pegs. Yeah. Thank yeah. you very much. The, they're called dowels. Dowels. Oh, okay. We don't know what the hell we're talking yeah, about. The, yeah, the little yeah. wood pegs, dowels that I would have probably, you know, yep. got kicked out of Harbor Freight for. Chodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some of them were definitely chodes because they wouldn't, uh, you couldn't yep. get them in. And then, anyways. <laughs> and so, uh, and they wouldn't fit. Anyways. So I'm doing this and then I'm holding the bed frame and I'm like, okay, and I just need to lock and this needs to match. You know, if anyone's done this, just paint the picture yourself. Okay. Uh-huh. Then all of a sudden I'm like, okay, oh, good. I got one side in and then my other shoulder is like pivoting. And I'm like, I got this. And I, I didn't pay attention for one second. And the whole bed frame went slam. And, and these screws just, just, screws just landed on my finger oh. and just slammed down. And I, I mean, my daughters weren't around. But if they were, uh-huh. they would have heard some words that I would not have been proud of. Yeah, you said the F word a bunch in, a the, bunch in, in my house. Really? Yeah. Kenny said the F word a bunch just telling me the story. And <laughs> it made me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> That was even telling the story. The yeah. pain is gone. I was like, I just broke my thumb at least yeah. for this stupid effing pink bunk bed. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I was so mad. And I just sat there and I, I you know how you kind of just need to collapse in the fetal position? Yep. <laughs> or does anyone else do that? I did. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. And I kind of just nursed myself. Just I usually like, just do that. I kind of jump around and shake, shake Oh, you things. do? I do that too, yeah. You do ah, a little hop. There's a lot of profanity. Yep. And you shake things and then you're just like, you want to just kick that thing's ass, whatever, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. You want to kick that bed's ass. So I, I, I pushed so, it down and then my, my yep. kids came up there Dad, are you okay? I'm like, I'm oh, fine. I'm fine. Go back to watching YouTube. Uh, Dad, can we sleep in our bunk beds tonight? Nope. They're not going to be done. I can't. And I was pissed. Then you were mad. Yeah. It's Father's Day weekend. I'm profusely sweating. You guys, yeah, of course. You should, well, you should have just called us. No, once again, I didn't want to We could have come out. over and make it worse. Yeah. yeah. You'd <laughs> make, make it worse. We would have too. We would have laughed for Anyways, sure. they're done. Father's Day went fine, but, you know, my hands are all, you know. Oh, I put the bunk beds together. And uh, my daughters, because before they were done, I let them sleep in my bed, and I just slept uh-huh. on the couch. Right. And now that they're done, I'm like, good, you can stay in your bed, and I get my own queen-size bed, so yeah. do your thing. And, uh, of course, they both end up in my bed anyway. They don't want to sleep I, in the new they're beds. Like, they're like, Dad, go downstairs. Go, go to your couch. I'm like, you guys are the worst. It's Father's Day. <laughs> your kids are the worst. And of course, kids when they sleep, they sleep. I like think they're just knees used out. to. Oh, sideways. I think yeah. they're just used to from a very young age seeing you sleeping on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a dick! <laughs> I think that's. <laughs> oh, man. That's just how they know you. I think my my soul now feels like my thumb did, Chunga, because of that. I'm sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. Brutal, man. That was just so good. It's true. <laughs> Did I tell you, my uh, my ex? She was like my co-parent. I was like, yeah, I need to buy a new couch. You know, this is before I got all my furnishings. Yeah, I need to get a new couch. And she was like, oh, you could just take that couch that we had when we first got married. That's now in the, her basement, and yeah. it's like literally right. twelve or thirteen years old. Yeah, uh-huh. and I was like, and has the aura of a thousand Ogden dudes. Oh, to- <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and all I said was. There are demons on that couch. Oh, yeah. Oh, there you go. Yes. And I said, a thousand. I will, I will not be taking that couch. I sit on that couch and one thing comes to mind. Welcome to North Ogden. <laughs> like, I was like, I bought that from R.C. Willie, sure. Yeah. But I have no affinity for that yeah, couch. No. That's not a happy couch. It's not. Could you imagine? <laughs> it's the couch of depression. Yeah. You. Uh, anyways, that was a tangent because that's the kind of show this is. But this is, yeah. Father's Day went good. I hope it went really well for you. <laughs> Do we have to take that out? No. No, let's see it. That's so good. But yeah, I hope Father's Day was good for you as well. Uh, Father's Day was great for me. Yeah. Um, Chandler bought me a very nice pair of shoes. I oh, did, cool. yeah. Very expensive pair of shoes by Nan, which yeah. I was surprised about. And I was like, why did you do this? It's this was the day. nicest thing. Yeah. He bought me some of these really cool looking Echo shoes. That oh, are, nice. They look like Chuck Taylors, but they're leather and they, they're cool. Okay. And I was really excited. And um, and then we just kind of hung out and um, watched the Angels play baseball. Okay. And yeah. Ate, ate, food, ate meat. Ate, ate meat. Yeah. Shannon was like, I know what you need for Father's Day. Shannon says, I know what you need. You need a cake. <laughs> you love cakes. Birthday I lo- cakes. I love birthday cakes. <laughs> so weird i love them so much one time we were randomly shopping and i was like yeah we're gonna watch a movie and play some video games i'm gonna buy some gummy worms because that's what you do and you said oh here's the lovely looking birthday cake <laughs> jenny bought gummy worms i bought a birthday I think cake it was a mario and luigi birthday cake that it you was, bought it was mario and luigi and i made them put my name on it <laughs> it was no, nowhere near your birthday mind you yeah no 
It was in the winter. My yeah. birthday's in August. Yeah. So uh, yeah, but I no, I love I love birthday cakes. And so yeah. Shannon goes, I I'm gonna get you a cake. So she runs to the store <laughs> and she comes back and she's got this frowny face. And yeah, I'm like, she well, was what's so the, sad. What's the problem? She goes, Oh, all I could get you is this old lady cake. That's all I could get you. And it's this white cake and it's got red roses all over <laughs> it. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> we were, we were oh, at the store. She's like, Oh, he's gonna hate this. I'm like, It's cake. It will be fine. I don't like, care. I promise. It's okay. I would rather she have a Sesame Street cake or something. But, but yeah. yeah, it looked like a funeral cake. It really did. What if yeah. it was red velvet? I'm just glad she didn't write, you know, your last Father's Day or <laughs> sorry, you're you're almost dead. Yeah, you know, or something because uh-huh. it it did look like a funeral cake. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so and that was my Father's Day. It was actually really okay, chill. Good. We Super had Mellon. a really good time. Yeah. So uh, Chandler and I recovered from playing a show, and, and yeah, just the kind night of sat on the couch, and that was it. Gonna yep. have to do the same this next weekend. Yeah, man. Got home at four in the morning. I love, I I love doing that. Can I just tell you? Yeah. There's I miss nothing that better. Life so and much. Maybe you can stay until we break down the show and everything, Get and some then breakfast. Go to IHOP yeah. or something yeah. like that, and have a. Yeah, I love doing that. That's so like cool. my favorite thing ever to do. Yay! So uh, speaking of bad fathers. What? Huh? Um, well, you were just talking about Father's Day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bill Cosby. Oh. Did you see this thing? <laughs> yeah, so stupid. <laughs> Did so you stupid. see this? Yeah. Why is, is he on Twitter, first of all? I don't is know. Is he allowed to be on Twitter from from, from prison? Because he's prison? There, yeah, yeah. from three to ten years is the sentence. They're hoping he just dies in there. He's 81 years old. I didn't know that they were allowed to even have a representative put anything on social media. I think the word just got out and uh, went because he's not controlling his Twitter, but it it is being controlled by, you know, his. He made a phone call. His people. To one of his his quote unquote people and said, okay, this is what I want to do. You see, (laughs) because I'm, I'm in the prison, but I still am America's dad, you see. So I want you to say, hey, be a good dad of the Father's Day. Oh. <laughs> you get a pudding pop. Tasteless, man. <laughs> Not you, him. What was he thinking? Well, so okay. he puts out a tweet. Yeah, like he, he is trying to promote himself in a very positive light. And he said he's trying to rehabilitate all these criminals that are in prison. So is that what the he tweet was about? They're a very captive audience. Obviously, because they can't go anywhere, mm-hmm. and so he's telling them how to be good parents Wait, when they he get out. He likes captive audiences. Just- yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 damn! Oh, damn! Oh, so you're sleeping in the low bunk? How about you have a drink of this Pepsi? <laughs> Wait, hold on. So he he's got like, he's got an audience. Yeah, when you wake up with your pants down, don't think nothing of it. You see, he's a motivational speaker in but prison. We read a story. This is like right when he got into prison that some some dude walked up and took his toast and slapped him in the face with it. Yeah. So now uh, he's like the Godfather. You know, you're paying your debt to society when a, when a convict slaps you in the face with a piece with some, of toast, some buttery right. toast, a buttery toast. <laughs> But then, yeah, he said, uh, you know, it's uh, a lot of people forget how to be a good dad. Uh, you know, I would know as America's dad. He called, he referred to himself uh, as America's dad. Yeah. Well, people wow. are enraged. Yeah. As, as they sh- as yeah. Rightly so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as they should be. Not good. Um, and that's really all there is, but <laughs> oh. tasteless. Um, Twitter is awesome. It's the worst. Social media is awesome. Yeah. I wish I had the uh, gumption to just shut down social media. Right. I wish I could do. I just, I'm just not, I'm just not one that can do. And and after all, um, well, actually, you know what? I was going to do some shout outs here, but I want to talk about movies really soon. We've got movies uh, a a little bit later on. We do. Um, but I read a report today that 
uh, movies are bombing really, really oh, bad. Oh, yeah. Cra- no like crazy. No one is going to movies mm-hmm. right now. Well, I mean, I've given my Everything's reviews the past right? few weeks, and I obviously haven't been all that excited about what's come out. Right. You know, and so, and it kind of continues. So, the last big movie we saw was Avengers Endgame, which, as of recording, is 45. John, John, John Wick 3. No, 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 no. I'm talking John fina- financially. John, 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 Wick. John Wick 3. I know, but financially, that was the movie to make all the money. John Wick 3 made a lot of money. Yeah, it actually did. For what it is, John Wick 3 made a lot of money. Yeah, but like a gazillion dollars. Okay. <laughs> Best okay. movie ever made. <laughs> Enough to feed all the starving children in the world. <laughs> you guys, there's no bias whatsoever. John Wick was the great movie of the summer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Good, yeah. good words, Kenny. John, John good yes. words. John Wick 3. But Avengers Endgame took everyone's money. Like, it is $45 million away from beating, beating Avatar as the number one movie of all time. Yep. Which I really hope it doesn't win. But uh, oh, wouldn't that be me. funny if it didn't win? Uh, yeah. They'll re-release it in theater and theaters and make this a big thing. It will just make it. It will by just like, to get the, just to just to get by the like seven dollars and then they'll pull it from theaters finally. Yeah. So, but no, like so. Two weeks ago, we had Dark Phoenix, which was the an newest X Men movie, movie, which and, you liked, but nobody else did. Yeah, and I gave it. You know, I ended up giving a, after everything a C plus. Yeah, but uh, you said it was all right. I liked it more than most everyone. Yeah, sure. Uh, but then it uh, like there was no hype for it. There was a lot of reshoots. Honestly, there's a whole bunch of stuff that I could get into in another show. Yeah, about just behind the scenes stuff. But it made around thirty five million dollars opening weekend, which is a huge disappointment. Tank. It's a flop. Absolute flop. Mm-hmm. With reshoots and everything, this thing cost back two, in the day. Million. If you didn't Ooh, make wow. the uh, if you didn't make the nine mil mark. You were like collecting an insurance policy yeah. on the film. If you're a superhero movie and you don't make above fifty million, you it's, have an issue. You have a real hmm. problem because the budgets are so high. Right. Back in the day, Titanic had a two hundred million dollar budget, and people thought that was insane. Yeah. And that's fairly commonplace now. It really is. So. So that movie came out, and everyone's like, "This is the biggest tank of the year," mm-hmm. and they were right. That movie will lose. Probably about a hundred million after everything. Well, who wow. who was the studio? Fox. Uh, but Disney owns it now. Disney owns, Disney it owns now. the problem, but Fox was behind the issues. So they they get to they get to suffer the loss. Yeah. Disney mm. does. Right. Wow. So then the week after, and I did this review last week. Uh, there are two movies that came out, and the one I didn't see, Shaft. It is the yeah. newest Shaft movie, and mm-hmm. it has Richard Roundtree. As the original and, Shaft. Yeah, Samuel Jackson. As his son, who and is an, the son of Shaft. And a new guy is the grandson of Shaft. And then you have grandson of Shaft. Yeah. So it's three Shafts all in one movie. Hmm. And remember, there was a Samuel L. Jackson one that came out 20 years ago. Yeah. And that movie made probably... And it was serious. Yeah, it was very serious. It was a serious action movie. Yeah, and it made it probably made 25 to $30 million, but for 1999 money, uh, that's it was pretty fun. good. It was a hit. Yeah. And so now they've done a sequel, but it's more like a Marvel movie where it's or it's like a Beverly Hills Cop Well, they're Cop trying to do like, yeah, Beverly Hills Cop kind of jive talking and sort so of thing. And so there's like, uh, yeah, jive talking comedy kind of thing. But no one really knew this was coming out. This movie made, I think, about almost $8 million this weekend. Wow. Total bomb. And granted, it wasn't made for $200 million, but still huge bomb. But the biggest bomb, I think Church Ball. <laughs> made that it on did. its opening yeah i mean it I was think more, early, actually it was like, yeah huh. that's pretty horrible yeah but the biggest bomb now of the summer it's taking the title from dark phoenix is men in black international which the, we all kind of expected right i didn't i think people yo, really, you, yo, you I think people predicted are, it was going to be huge huh. people are dumb enough to really like this stuff like generally like well, the it's Yokels, chris hemsworth and tessa and, thompson who's the new it girl yeah, yeah. apparently not 
Uh, no their, one went. Their chemistry from Thor Ragnarok really didn't carry over, and and I reviewed the movie, so you know it's not good. Here's at what all. here's what I'm hoping is but that maybe it made in the twenties twenty million. There's a fatigue yeah. on the franchise films. Maybe we have reached that point. Are you talking just franchise films, like like connected universe stuff, or you just mean uh, like sequels that it's, nobody cares yeah. about? Well, that's what I'm talking about. When when we're talking franchise, we've referenced this on the show in the past. Back in the day when I was trying to put film before 2008, 2008 ruined me doing this, so that you know. Hmm. But I had a lot of films put, you know, a slate of films oh, yeah, that yeah. were in that were in various stages of production, ten of them, mm-hmm. and. When I was heavily, heavily involved with this, if you were making a franchise film, no one wanted it. If you had a franchise script, no one wanted it. Yeah. And it was really Pirates and Spider-Man and the first Iron Man that started kind of revitalized the whole franchise film thing I agree. again. Yeah. Uh, and, and then it, it just kind of built where from there. Where people wanted to be attached to sequels to the point now where... In the past 10 years, sequels are always in the top 10 earners of the yeah. year. Yeah. Actors wouldn't do sequels. Yeah. They didn't want, they wanted to do one-off movies. Right. Uh, movie companies wanted one-off movies. They didn't want sequels at all. Yeah. Now that's all it is, are franchise, franchise films. Because they were surefire money earners. So I'm hoping that this is the end of this. And maybe we can get some good stories. See original again. movies again? See original oh, movies so again. so nice. Yeah. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. Because you even look at a movie that came out in March, like Alita Battle Angel, which was almost, it was meant to be a bomb. It was a James Cameron produced Robert Rodriguez yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. Really yeah. That it's kind of one. House. Yeah, it was really yeah, it was... anime inspired. Yeah. And that movie made probably over $400 million. Whoa, really? And and it was that internationally or domestically? Internationally. Yeah. And so domestically, probably about $80 million. But it's still a huge hit. Huge hit. And no one expected it, but it was like an original property and no one's seen in the theater And that's before. Jim Cameron. He's he's done with the franchise thing. He hates the franchise well, thing. Well, not anymore. Now, now that Avatar is coming out with a yeah. license to Disney for Forever, but he now. was yeah he uh, there not too long ago he's like I'm done with the franchise thing right let's get some original well that's why he developed Avatar he's like I could do sequels to anything I've done and everyone's asked him to do another Terminator and he's like I'll kind of produce it I'll put my name on it but that's about it yeah and when he made Avatar he's like here's an original IP right there yep let's go with it and now it's gonna well, become I, I, something I wasn't more a fan. can I be honest oh well, no no one really was let's be honest yeah I didn't like it. But no, I, th- I think you're right. I think I- at least sequels that don't continue a story that don't give you the need to watch what's going on. Yeah. Because I don't think X-Men, no one was compelled with these characters and no. didn't need to see what happened to Phoenix. And uh, Men in Black, it was like, let's see a relaunch with new people without Will Smith. Like, yeah. no one wants to watch that. Yeah. Whereas I think Endgame, I mean, uh, yes, it's a big, huge event Marvel movie. It continued the story that we saw last year. And then Captain Marvel made a billion dollars because everyone thought that would be essential uh-huh. to uh, the Infinity War Endgame saga, yeah. and it really wasn't. So they just bait and switched everybody. Well, but people paid. It's interesting. There have been winners. I mean, we were all surprised by Will Smith. The big winner this summer, once again, is Will Smith because nobody oh, thought yeah. Aladdin was going to do yeah. well. Yeah, and that turned out being fantastic. You're he right. wasn't in Men in Black, and that was a huge disaster. Yeah. So Will Smith's coming out of this like, look, I still got it. Well, even, what was it, uh, two, two, three years ago, he decided not to be an Independence Day 2 resurgence. Yeah. And that movie bombed, and they mm-hmm. won't make another one. And he chose to be in a, a really crappy movie, but Suicide Squad. Yeah. And that movie made $800 million. Yeah, it's Will Smith, man. He yeah. knows how to pick his projects, even if they kind of suck sometimes. Su- yeah, but Suicide Squad was terrible. Terrible. 
really but it bad made movie. money. But it made a ton of money. Yeah, got him yeah. the notoriety that he kind of needed again. So, it, well, that's very interesting. So, do you think that the reason people are not going is because there's they have fatigue on the actors they're seeing, or is it the franchise thing, or is it because the economy is doing so well, everyone's out on vacation? That's what I think it is. Okay. I think everybody's on I think vacation. Summer. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, summer used to be uh, stay and stay home and go see movies. Yep. Used to be a big event once a month, yep. and now there is no summer blockbuster season because you get a big movie, probably two big movies every month of the year. Yeah, that's it. There's no more summer season. Hmm. To to the point where Star Wars is like, yeah, cool. We're actually going to stay in December because May didn't work out for us last time around. Yeah. I don't know. For me, I think I think a lot of people are in a bubble uh, as far as like the filmmakers and people in the industry go. Because yeah. I work in the film industry, also being a DJ. Like the big thing for me is you need to know your audience, and it's just movie after movie after movie of nobody wants to see this. Nobody's yeah. asking for a Men in Black or resurgence out of nowhere. Right? And, I don't understand that doing, at all. Well, you would have to think they're doing some market research somewhere. But you maybe would think, not. but clearly maybe it's not, not working. Right. So I, that's where I'm thinking it is. But yeah, who knows? It is hot in the studio. And we're also so, we're also. I'm, so, I'm so sweaty. Like, I've got like a Jermaine Jackson sheen going. <laughs> yeah. I've got, a, I got, I've got a, a sweaty lip. I've got a soul glow <laughs> yeah, going. a sweaty lip. I don't know what's happening. Uh, but I will say with Toy Story coming out, uh, Pixar is always guaranteed to make money. And I've said that before and been, have been wrong. But it yeah. will make it's money. It's going to make money. It yeah. looks terrible. It's a kid's it movie. It looks really bad. I'm, I'm interested to hear your review because yeah. it looks awful. For the end of the show. So, yeah. So, uh, Chungapole shout-outs from last week. We had a uh, we had a great Chungapole shout-out. Do you want to do producers or, or Chungapole shout-outs? Uh, actually, let's do producers. And yeah. then we'll do the Chungapole shout-outs. Because we love you all so much. Yeah. Thank you, producers. L- love you, guys. You ready? Thank, thank you, producers. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> thank you, too. Adrian Gray, Amanda Sorensen, Amber Darling, Ben Gunn. Love your name. Ben Gunn. Ben Gunn. Amber Darling. They, our people have, like, the best last Amber they Darling. They really do. They're so cool. She's a girl. I'm Amber Darling. I'm Ben Gunn. <laughs> that great? Make that movie. Uh, Brendan Jordan Fairbanks, Brett Armstrong, donating as Roe for ALS. Brett Armstrong. <laughs> Cam Bingham. Cam Bingham. Chandler Bing Wilding. Yeah. Wilding. Yeah, those guys are awesome. Charles Nangle, Charles Shagany, Chaz Hill, Chaz Hip, Krista Windsor, David Kelly, Denver Robbins, Doug Smith, Esther Birmingham, Jared Snell, Jared Reed on behalf of the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation, Jaron Cahoon, Jennifer Stoddard, Jennifer Kielkowski, Jim Smith, Joel Jenkins, Jonathan Vascar, Jordan Miller, Jordy Carroll, Josh Burr, Joy Hunsaker, Julia Irvin, Carl Parkinson, Kelly Joy Hunsaker, <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Devil, Ken Kruger. Yeah, Ken, Ken would Kruger! you still have to meet? Ken, we're sorry, man. It's Kenny's fault. I, so I, I'll meet you sometime. Karina, Chris Lurcher, Christine Davidson, Lowell Penrod, Marcus Lopez, a.k.a. Mr. Chill, Marta Lords, Max Power Maintenance, MCAT, Megan Parker, Mike and Angela Wilding, Mrs. Lara Castle, Natalie Taylor, Nathan Brown, Nicole D. Hale, Porter Evans, Regan Wing, sorry, Regan, realestateonlinelearning.com, <laughs> realestateonlinelearning.com. There you go. Well yeah, done, see, you guys. People are smart. It's like the best advertising yeah. in the world, right? Scro- like Scott and bucks. Kristen Foster. Shane K. Daniels Jr., Sean Anders, Sheena Allen, Sophie V, Steve McKiff, Stephen Ross, Summer and Ryan Thatcher, Taylor Casper, Tiffany Conrad, Tom Jessup, Tracy Wilson, Travis Gustafson, and Zachary Wester. All producers. Woo-hoo! Thank you so much. We love hey, you all. Yeah. Thank you so much. We pulled a goose egg this week. Just so you know, we pulled a goose egg. It's okay. I figured during the you summer even did that a come to Jesus last week too. <laughs> well, yeah, but it was like you know we're we're just we're trying to grow this thing. Yeah. yeah. 
we want to be able to grow this thing. We're trying to put marketing plans in place. We're trying to get to certain numbers so that we can do certain things. And yeah. obviously, if you would like to invest in this, we'd really appreciate it. Go to patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Radio Ronin. If not, keep yeah. listening. Yeah. We'll keep doing this. And, Absolutely. Gotcha. You know, uh, but we we sure would appreciate it if should you decide to uh, to join us. So, Chunga, before Chandler and I yes. start with the feedback, what was the Chunga poll from last week? Uh, well, we have this whole thing about... Um, Justin Bieber wanting to fight Tom Cruise. Which he apologized for and said he was joking, by the way. Oh, did he? Because he got shamed. Yeah. Well, yeah. he'd get his ass kicked, yeah. first of all. It would it would not end well. By a guy 26 years his senior. Yeah. yeah. So we said, what celebrity do you want to fight? There were what, lots. What celebrity? There were a lot. You know, Tim Behunin at one point, uh, like it was like a couple of years ago, who is one of our goblins. Uh, and he's on the uh, he's on the Advanced Paranormal show. He said, well, "Let's do a charity match and let's have me and Chunga fight." I'm like, "Are you out of your mind?" <laughs> Are you, I, I said, "Take that down, take because it was a social media." He didn't even talk to me about it. <laughs> and, and I said, "You got to take that down." So at Lagoon uh, at a, a Goblin Lagoon Day, yeah, uh, he comes up. He's like, "Dude, you'd so kick my ass." <laughs> so I'm like, "Well, I don't know. I don't know. I I don't want to fight you." <laughs> Why, why did you even do this? He's like, I'm sorry. But this is one of those things that people do talk about, right? Yeah. It's like, who do you want to fight? What celebrity do you want to fight? Yeah. And so Tim said me. Um, not not this time, but yeah. back in the day he did. Uh, but a lot of people weighed in. Lots of people weighed in. It was really in. fun, actually. We had, I had a great time reading it. Parker, was it Parker Lewis? I think it was Parker Lewis. Uh-huh. Who's the hockey player? Parker yeah, Lewis? Yeah, Parker Lewis. He said he wanted to fight me. And I was thinking to myself, he's a hockey player. He's, he's ready. Yeah. yeah, let's go. He's yeah. a goon. Yeah, let's do this. Yeah. Hockey no, players no, have like, like a sort of respect yeah, when they fight like, each other. Yeah, we go, we go to Denny's after. That yeah, oh, okay. No, you hug yeah. it out. Uh, no, I would never want to find another hockey player right. that's that eager. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, but but there are a lot of other people that... that uh, well, why don't you go ahead and read some of them? Okay, so uh, Nicole D. Hill apparently has a personal experience with Christina Aguilera. She has, what, apparently really? has run into her. Yeah, I saw that she actually she like, got in a fight with her. Or something, well, something. yeah, so Christina Aguilera was kind of bratty and running in her mouth, and so Nicole <laughs> said she was going to beat her up. Like, she was Nicole, about to beat her Nicole up. Nicole Hale said, I'm going to beat you yeah. up. <laughs> no, I don't know if she did to her face, but definitely was going to. So, I met Christina Aguilera at Disneyland yeah. years ago. Christina. And honestly, one of the prettiest people I've ever seen in my life. Yeah? At that time in her life. Yeah. Where it was like, it was it, it was uncomfortable. She was so pretty and so put together. People, regardless of their gender, yeah. felt uncomfortable looking at her because she was so polished and so wow. put wow. together. Wow, really? I don't know if you've ever met anybody like that where you look at them and you're just kind of like, uh, I, I can't even look at them. Just you? Thanks, dude. <laughs> you're the man. <laughs> Kenny's the man. Steven Nelson. <laughs> uh, I derive great pleasure from socking Nick Cage right in his smug face. Whoa, Even if I lost Cage? the fight, uh, I would couple with a good, you know, he, he's ranting. There's a, quite a rant. Nicholas Cage is not smug. He's bankrupt. <laughs> he says to smile. There's a passion. Yeah. Well, gosh. Gosh. <laughs> so I derive Cage. a great pleasure in socking Nick Cage in his face. Emily Mackie Hennifer actually didn't say she wants to fight anyone. She just took issue with Josh's picture, which are always amazing, by the way, on social media. Yeah, uh-huh. that, that he puts together. Josh, yeah, he works really hard at those. He too. works really hard. We didn't call him tonight, by the way. Oh. We were supposed <laughs> to have a meeting. <laughs> we love you, Josh. I wonder if he's still waiting. <laughs> You're going to text him right now? I have to text him right now. <laughs> okay. Keep so, Josh, I'm sorry. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> 
<laughs> so we are professionals. In the picture, he put Sherry Do in the image, <laughs> like a celebrity you want to punch in the face. Uh-huh. Sh- so is Sherry Do in the image. But Ash Jenkins, Josh, he, don't be mad. He said, <laughs> Ash Jenkins said, Whoopi Goldberg. Can I read this? He says, I'm 99% sure she <laughs> she's got a dong somewhere. <laughs> I hate, 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 hate her. It was in all caps, too? Yeah, and there were a lot of laugh faces on that one. We didn't say that. We're quoting someone. Yeah, we're quoting someone. (laughs) We're quoting someone. Thank you, Chandler. We should be okay. He's still apologizing. It's all Kenny's fault. (laughs) Uh, Brian Thatcher said, Kurt Cobain, I don't care if he's dead, uh, his mumbling ruined music and needs to be beaten soundly for it. Wow, it's, it's so funny, man. I saw Whew. I saw Grohl. He was on, he was doing some interview somewhere, and he was just talking about. You know, they were asking him about Kurt Cobain, yeah. and the poor guys had to answer questions for twenty years, his entire life, yeah, about Kurt Cobain, and just knowing what he really thinks, and then hearing what he has to say, of course. Two night and day different things. Oh, for sure. You, know you can't I mean? beat George yeah. in public, right? Yeah, you can't flame a dead guy. Yeah, right. But yeah. I feel bad for Grohl. I'm always having to deal with it. I can't that. wait to see what Josh's response is. So uh, MCAT <laughs> says, I'm kind of a tiny person, so I'd love to beat on Joy Behar. She oh, just yeah. have, But she'd just have to sit on me and I'd be done. Now, Kathy Griffin, I could take her. <laughs> nice. I wonder if I should just call him. <laughs> <laughs> sure, on this show? Sure he's probably, it's very late. It's really late. He's uh, still waiting by his phone. <laughs> yeah. Aaron K. Gilmore says, uh, Stephen Colbert can't stand the man. He is not funny. And there was there's lots of thumbs ups on that one. Yeah, I mean there were a ton. Like Anna Bravo it. said uh, Sarah Silverman her jokes really suck. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Tanya yeah. Olofsson said Cardi B and AOC. <laughs> okay, let's see what we got. So, I can't wait for him to be on the show. Josh, I hope he sounds really tired. Yeah, I feel sleeping so in the nude. I feel so yeah, bad. with his dog. The dog's gonna bite his penis. Again. <laughs> He's just putting the cap on the peanut butter. Josh. Oh no, we missed uh, him. He fell asleep. He's, he's asleep. He's oh. asleep. I think this is my fault. Yeah. <laughs> Either that or his mom makes him give up his phone at night. <laughs> Your call has been. Let's leave a message. Uh, leave a message. No, we, uh, we can't yeah. give it out his number, though. All right. Eight. Zero. No, 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 Josh worked really hard, like putting a whole. And Josh, it's it's been an interesting day, so I kind of just had to spill it all. Here's what you have to know: Kenny and I are children. (laughs) Chandler and Josh are the responsible ones. Truth in Radio Ronin. Yeah, yeah. If you want to know, it's kind of like you two. Everybody thought Bono ran you two, and it was really Larry, the drummer. Yeah, yeah. Chandler and Josh really run Radio (laughs) Ronin. Kenny and I are too stupid. I want to be the edge to. The edge, yeah. I, I want to be edge. A, I want to be. Edge. I want to be. I want to be Adam. <laughs> no, sorry, so, you're Bono. Like it or not. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, no, sorry, Josh. Josh. I, I, that's that's on me. I have a pit in my stomach now. Might be. I'm, the, I'm we the edge. Totally dick the guy. Yeah, he, um, he put a lot of work together too. <sighs> we he okay. knows we love him. Yep. Yeah. Anyways, thank you for your feedback on the poll. But I believe we have a new poll. Yep. Time for a new chunk of poll. Yeah. Uh, this is, we're really excited about this. This is on the heels of, or uh, I guess in advance of Toy Story 4, which Kenny is going to review. We got talking about this uh, when we should have been talking to Josh, honestly. <laughs> and and we were trying to come up with a chunk of poll that was related to Toy Story. Yeah. Here's what we came up with. 
uh, it was kind of an organic thing. We all just kind of ended up talking about this. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite toy when you were a kid? Nice. We've all got one. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite toy when you were a kid? What do you think? Okay. We want we want your we want your responses. You know how to do this. The Goblin Group, the the RadioRonan.com Goblin Group on Facebook. Or my Facebook page yeah. at Facebook, you just said uh, Jimmy Chunga or Kenny3DD or it's Chandler Smith. Yep. And and our names are the same on all of our uh, Twitter, on Instagram, wherever. And go ahead and leave your responses. We'll read them on the air. So what was your favorite toy as a child? Huh. Kenny. I mean, I could go so many Maybe not even places. as a child. I guess it's just yeah, your I favorite mean, toy be. of all time. Yeah. Right? Uh, no, I'm going to go as a child because, well... Ninja Turtles were probably a longer phantom. And okay. I had Donatello was my favorite for some reason. I l- he was oh, my favorite too. Donatello, okay, yeah. Like, hey. Yep. Okay. The he purple was my one. Yep. Yeah, the purple one. He was my favorite too. But I had a Australian Shepherd and it kept chewing the arms off of my Ninja Turtles, so I kept replacing the toys. Yes. But I will say I was never more excited than when I got Cringer and Battle Damage He Man riding Cringer. Oh yeah. With the with nice. the rotating chest yep. armor. With the yeah. rotating chest where you just tap yeah. him in the chest and, and, it he, and he was damaged. There was I, I, that was one of the best days of my life is getting that uh, him and Battle Cat. I, I absolutely loved it. And so I held on to those things. The, I don't think the dog ever got its teeth on those because really? I kept them high in the closet. Yeah, so that they couldn't. Yes. So Cringer. Cringer. What was, what was Cringer? He, he was Battle Cat. Oh, Battle Cat's yeah, name Cringer was Cringer. was like the scared cat. Then all of a sudden, you know, Pie he, would the be, he was a green tiger that he Yeah, and then you put on the armor, the red armor, and it uh, became Battle Cat. Yeah. I'll never forget, I was at, at Comic-Con, and I saw um, a dead mouse fighting a 300-pound He-Man yeah. over a Han Solo action That's figure. Yeah, it ruined a lot for you, hasn't it? I was like, well, life is complete. Yeah. yeah no, we just stopped and watched. It was, yeah. Some people want to see the Sistine Chapel. Some, <laughs> people, this. some people, the Great Wall of China, maybe the pyramids. Yeah. I just saw a dead mouse and a 300-pound He-Man fighting over a Han Solo action figure at Comic-Con. I've always wanted to be He-Man for Halloween. But I would need abs <laughs> and a furry speedo. Yep, and furry boots. We can, we well, can paint and a, some on. And one of those Dutch boy haircuts. Oh, I would definitely need which, the Dutch yeah. boy haircut. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. Okay, yeah. but He Man. So He Man Chandler. Uh, for me, it, it wasn't one specific toy. Uh, but when I was a kid, I was absolutely obsessed with GI Joes and okay. little Star Wars action figures. Right. Uh, oh, so your dudes. It might. I call them my dudes. Chandler called them his dudes. So cute. Oh, yeah. Dad, can I get out my dudes? <laughs> my dudes. <laughs> my dudes. Dad, I, I really want to play with my dudes while I watch Dexter's Lab. Yeah, that was. Would my they childhood. watch with you? Oh yeah. And I would like create like these whole like battle scenarios and, and I had oh hundreds and them hundreds and hundreds for of them. hours. Wow. Yeah, and we had like the big bins from Target, like those big huge I don't know, they're like twenty gallon bins or something yeah. like that. And completely full of my dudes. And <laughs> yeah. keep in mind like so it was right when the prequels were coming out, so I had tons of Star Wars. So you did a well. hybrid G.I. Joe Star Wars universe? Yeah, the, he, they would fight each other. I don't even know if Chandler knows this. I actually saved Every single one of his dudes. Oh no! Yeah, they're, we have them. I have them locked in. Uh-huh. I have them locked in a bin. Yeah, here wow. in this house. They're yeah. Yeah, that's saved, amazing. Saved every single one of them. Yep. I've saved everything he's ever drawn. I saved every single dude. Every little gun. I saved them all. They're all beat to hell. Oh, sure, yeah. of course. Uh, but yeah, so when he gets married and has kids, it's like, here's your dudes. Go my, take them and let you. My go. dudes, so cute, so, right? Yeah. So my favorite toys of all time, my dudes. Oh, so you had dudes as well. Chandler is definitely his father's son. So yeah. I had I had Star Wars guys, 
and um, when I was really little Fisher Price adventure people. Yeah. Before oh, before nice. there were action figures. Yeah. That's that's what you had before Star Wars. And when I was really little, I had a Steve uh, Steve Austin six million dollar man doll. Of course you did. Ooh, yeah. Um, and I absolutely loved that thing, Stretch Monster. I had a lot of really cool toys that I got for Christmas, but my all time favorite was my my dudes, cool. my, my Star Wars action figures for sure. Love it, no question about yeah. it. I don't have any of them. I don't even have a one anymore. Oh, I hear they're going to re-release all of the classic. Yeah, they uh, are Star Wars. Uh, actually, the original ones, yeah. I kind of want to rebuy them mm-hmm. just so that I have them. And I, I'm not one of these people that will keep them under. I'm just too damn old to care. I'm just going to yeah. open them and just play with them. So, I loved that. So we at our previous big boy job where we were together, where we hated every day. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you had Star Wars toys on display uh, at your desk, right? Little yeah, little, little figurines. Uh-huh. Yeah. But because there was such sour taste in our mouth when yeah. we left that place, you said, I can't remember this place at all. I don't want to remember. You trashed it all. Yeah. Well, I was. it was funny because we, we all got laid off at once. Yeah. It was horrible. We were really, really pissed about it. Mm-hmm. And we all came here. In fact, well, we actually went to... You went to my work. We went to Brute Squad yeah. first. And Denver Robbins was right there. And he's like, they're there. Yeah. And Greg Johnson was there. Like, they're there. They were the nicest guys ever. And they were right at our side the entire time while we were trying to figure out what to do. Yeah. And uh, then we came here, and I had this bag of stuff, and Shannon actually said, give me that. And I said, well, I've got notes in here. I've got hard drives. I've got my Star Wars stuff. She goes, give me that. And she says, I don't want you to remember a single thing from that shithole. And then she went and threw it all away. Yes. Mm -hmm. So it was actually, I'd love to take credit for it, but it was actually Shannon that threw it all away. She's right. Good point. So, and she actually found a cup from that place in the cupboard. Yes. And she smashed it. (laughs) Did she really? Is that what that was? Yeah. She hated it so much. No, no. Here's the thing. This is as far as it goes. This last winter, I was wearing a coat that they gave us. That was just one of those basic sleeping bag style Mm -hmm. coats. It's like a puffy coat. Yeah. Yeah. And it had just a little bit of branding on the side. That I was, yeah. I was like, oh, it's a coat. Oh, yeah. You're like, take that thing off. And I'm like, well, it's a coat and it's snowing outside. Yeah. And you're like, I don't care. Take one of my coats uh, we're, and we're cutting this thing to shreds. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. That's just, I was like, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So Kenny took one of my coats. Yeah. I'm like, here, you wanted a free coat. Yeah. It's a good trade, coat. actually. There, there you go. It's, well, yeah. it's a way better yeah. coat. It but is. Yeah. Then I used uh, one of the t shirts to clean up Cheetos puke. So, <laughs> you know. We're not. Anyways, there's that. We're not, Anyways, we're not yeah, bitter. No. What so, is the toy from your childhood? Yeah. So uh, again, there's a lot of different ways for you to weigh in on this. So you can go to my Facebook page. You can mm-hmm. go to the Goblin Group. We have people joining in leaps and bounds. So more yeah. and more and more people are joining. It's a bunch of people every single day. Right. There's only four of us. That five of us. Tim yelled at me. By the way. Yes. There are five of us <laughs> that can allow you in because this whole group thing was Tim's idea. So Tim, Josh. Kenny Chandler or myself uh-huh. will allow you in. Yeah, and it's usually in seconds. You usually don't have to wait more than I would say probably what 30, 40 seconds yeah. at the most. Mm-hmm. We always race to Three. let people in. Yeah, because yeah. we want it's everybody fun. in there. So, what's the address, Chandler? You just go, just hop on Facebook, search Radio Ronan Goblins, and request to join the group. Perfect. It's that it's simple. It's Super that simple. simple. So, go ahead and join us. Okay. So, let's jump right into the Toy Story review, if we could. Yep. Or do we have goblins? Let's do goblins. Yeah. Thank yeah. you to the goblins. Thank you. These guys are paying fifty bucks a month or more minimum fifty bucks uh, a month. Wow. to support the Radio Ronan show and yeah. RadioRonan.com. Thank you so much for doing it. We absolutely love you guys. So we want to give a huge thank you to Allison Fairbanks, Angela Hammond, Blake Densley, Colton Cook, Greg Pascal, Guy Stones, who has one hell of a good beard, 
Infendo Radio, Steve Peacock, Jennifer Grant, Jordan Rexick, Just a Girl Jean, uh, Laura of the Lounge. Laura, love you, Laura. <laughs> yeah, where's Laura been, I man? I haven't talked to Laura for She better be there on Friday. Is she she like, better be there She's like in witness protection now or so. I don't know what happened to Laura. <laughs> uh, Lane Hilton, Matthew Cronkite, Parker Lewis, uh, Philip Johnson, Shannon, but not Bishop Shannon. Spencer Myers, The Spirit of 38, um, The Owen Group, purveyors of curiously awesome cybersecurity services, Stephanie Hogan, who's contributing $100 a month. Thank you, Stephanie Hogan! Tim B. Hewnan, who's contributing $100, wait, $107.50. 107.5. Hey, thanks, uh, Tim B. B. Hewnan. Love you, Tim. Nicest guy ever. So good. Yeah. Uh, Chunga does not want to fight you. No, I definitely I don't want to fight any. I'm a lover, not a fighter. I don't want to fight anybody. And then yeah. our holy goblin castle, who's contributing a lot to an undisclosed amount. Thank but you, everyone. We love all of you guys. Yeah, you're awesome. We, we sincerely do, and thank you for supporting the show as much as you do. We can't right. we can't thank you enough. Yeah, so good. Uh, okay, movie reviews. Yeah. Yep, it's time for Toy Story Four. Yeah, you know most people thought this uh, story ended with the first one. Or the second one, but it definitely ended with the third. Did you see the third Toy Story? No, I saw the first. uh, I saw the first one, and thought it was great. Thought it was awesome. It is great. Saw the second one, and it made me sad because it's that kind of movie. It kind of it kind of tugged at my heartstrings a little bit too much. Yeah, I'm not one for sad movies. I never have been. I go to movies so that I can be entertained and walk out going, "Hey, that was wonderful." Yeah, an escape. I don't like I don't like watching movies, with the exception of maybe Titanic. Okay. I don't watch sad movies at all. I just I'm just not into them. Sure, I'm you're, too much you're kind of, of an softy. empath, and you're a softy. I I, I uh, the empathic stuff you absorb way too much of the emotion, and right. then you're a wreck. So no, I don't do it. Well, I would urge you to not watch the third Toy Story, which came out in 2010. So that is the basic plot of a Toy Story where the toys get themselves into trouble. They have to go find the missing toy, essentially. And But the end, they always bring it back, and it's so emotional. It is. And Toy Story 3, I'm going to spoil it all. So if you haven't seen Toy Story 3, sorry. Yeah. But Andy is college age, so he doesn't play with his toys anymore. He goes to college. And yeah. he gives the, his toys to a young girl named Bonnie. And it is the scene where this guy is actually able to say bye to his toys and get closure yep. and give them to someone that will appreciate them. Yeah. And honestly, tears. It is such a touching scene yep. and it ends this trilogy in a beautiful way and no one can disagree with that. So when I was playing hockey, there was this uh, great kid that I would hang out with, Tanner Myers. Mm-hmm. Tanner uh, has a variety of special needs yep. and I've showcased Tanner many times on my Facebook page. Okay. I think many of you have seen Tanner. He went to Chunga's, the restaurant that I have nothing to do with. That my manager told me to sue them, and I said no. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which I probably should have now, because that's all I hear about is the restaurant that I own that I actually don't own. Right. Um, but it, Tanner is—he came to a hockey game and he was really upset. And I said, Tanner, what's wrong, buddy? What you know? What's the problem? He's like, I just saw Toy Story, and I was just so sad. Mm-hmm. And I went, okay, this is, I can't go. I can't. You can't. Yeah. You know, seeing Tanner this upset, I mean, there's just no way I can go. And it has the amazing ability of, you sit through an, a mediocre movie yeah. with, with really great animation and great voice acting. Yep. And then the end, you're like, oh, I can't resist it. The tears are here. Yeah. It's that effective at the end. Yep. And most people would say it's great all the way through. I wouldn't, but man, oh, it closes it off in the best way possible. So what does Pixar do? More sequels, everybody. We we got nothing. Get they out got, Buzz and Woody. We yep. haven't been creative in about 
wow, 10 it's years? It's been a while. Yeah. Maybe 10 years. Mm-hmm. Coco was okay. I like these, Coco. These, I, I heard a lot of good things about Coco. These movies are in development. These Pixar For movies. For about four years, right? Uh, well, back in the day... When, Duration, when I yeah. was involved back in the day, it was anywhere from six to ten years. Yeah, so they may have shortened it up. The technology has gotten where it, where they can, but it's still years and yeah. years in development. Uh, so somebody four years ago said we need another Toy Story movie, and and that's exactly what we have. Here's the problem that I have with this: every single film, every single Toy Story film, a toy is trapped, a toy is in trouble, and all the other toys have to go save them. It was Woody the first time, then it was Buzz the second time, and then in the third one, it was probably Woody and Buzz, and now it's, what, Woody again? I don't know. I don't know what the problem well, Chugga, is. Well, here's where you're wrong. They're all trapped. The plot of this one is there's a new toy named Forky, which is an inanimate spork with glue with Google and googly eyes. eyes. And, and pipe cleaner arms. And yeah. it's trying to commit suicide and because it doesn't feel like it belongs to have, doesn't wow, deserve to have really? life. <laughs> yeah. You can send oh. it to the island of the misfit toys. So, anyways, Charlie in the box will take care <laughs> of you. Basically, it's that kind of toy. Like that's that's the, we've seen this. It's a clever gag, uh, and Woody wants to make. But Bonnie, the young girl, loves it so much that Woody wants to make sure this spoon does not, the spork does not disappear. And so, when it does, both Woody and the spork get trapped, and the rest of the toys have to go save them. Oh, here we Just go. Just like the other three movies. Oh, but here's where it's different. Woody has an existential crisis throughout the movie. Woody has a midlife wait, crisis. Oh, wait. Every single Toy Story. And Woody tries to attain carnal knowledge with a fork. <laughs> with a little Bo Peep. With little, oh, he tries to yeah, get Bo on Peep's little Bo in Peep. This one. So this one is a fine movie. It's uh, My review is, it's fine. It's uh, fine. Because it's funny. The animation is glorious. It really does look amazing. Yeah. Like They have mastered their craft. Sure. Uh, Hearing Tom Hanks as Woody again is good. Tim Allen, when he appears for three minutes in the movie, is yep. good. Uh, so, he, for people who don't know, Tom Hanks only does Woody when it's the movie. Yeah, Woody outside of the actual movies is played by like Dale Hanks. <laughs> I don't know. I Tom Dale, Hanks's brother. Yeah. Tom Hanks's brother plays Woody. Oh, really? Yeah. No, true story. Wow, Tom, I didn't Tom, know that. Woody is voiced by Tom Hanks's. Uh, I think his older brother. Hmm. And he's played Woody much longer than Tom Hanks ever has. So he's in all the toys. He's in all the video games. He's in all the books. He's in, you know, the audio, whatever. In all of the straight-to-video mm. things, it's not Tom Hanks. Yeah. It's his brother. And they're pretty close. Yeah. Um, but I just can't help but think this is, like, way done way overdone. I wonder who voiced Randy Newman because I thought he was dead and he has a new song in this movie. Oh no, movie. he's still alive. It's it's the fourth time around. You should see this movie. It's kind of like it's kind of like Howard Jones. It's, again. it's kind of like Howard Jones in Salt Lake City. Yeah. Without Salt Lake City, Howard Jones would be homeless. <laughs> uh, if Randy Newman didn't have Toy Story, Randy Newman would be homeless. Uh-huh. He, he has absolutely checks. nothing. Yeah. I can't hold a note. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's so good. So, I, so anyways, this one is a road trip where they go to a carnival and it takes place in an antique store and it's really all about Woody, uh, Forky, and Bo Peep. Yeah. And then the toys obviously uh, try to save it and make sure this little girl Bonnie is happy because Bonnie doesn't play with Woody anymore. So Woody has to decide, does he want to be with a child who doesn't really play with him or be a lost toy and be on, a, on his own, basically? And leave leave all of his leave friends. everything behind. 
And uh-huh. so that is the existential crisis in this movie. And Andy's long gone. Andy's like, long Andy's gone. on his second wife. He's got a drinking problem. <laughs> oh. He's crashed his Camaro. No, look, I, I will write the sequel right now. Toy Story 5, which will come out in about seven years. It's Andy's kid. Yeah, I was it's just going to say Andy's kid. Andy, Andy, Andy will gets see his him. toys back. Andy will see all of his toys at some toy fair. And he'll buy them back and say, oh my gosh, there's even has my name on the boot. And he'll yep. buy it for his kid and everyone will cry. Yeah. Uh, this movie, it's it's funny. Uh, Keanu Reeves plays this little Canadian uh, evil Knievel toy named uh-huh. du- uh, Boom. Oh, Duke, Duke Kaboom. Kaboom. Duke Kaboom. And it's quite funny, honestly. Really? Knowing it's Keanu Reeves makes it better. I have heard that he yes. saves... That he saves the he movie. He does. Basically. Key and Pill, they there's two plush characters and they're funny, but it's overplayed, but they have probably the best scene in the movie. Okay. Uh, and I laughed a lot. I said, oh, that's fine. But we walked, uh, so I took my oldest daughter and she goes, Dad, you better give that an A. And I'm like, well, honey, I'm not going to give it an A. Come I'm like, come I'm Kenny D. Daddy has some credibility. <laughs> and then I'm like, did you Unlike like it? Unlike daughter. <laughs> no, I was like, did you like it more than this? She was like, no. And I'm like, would you give an A? She's like, I guess not. But what was your favorite part? And I couldn't really think of a favorite part because uh-huh. it's all fine. It's a tier two Pixar movie, yeah. which is entertaining to watch. It's fine to bring your kids to, but it just feels unnecessary. Mm-hmm. And once again, at the end, they try to make it emotional, but there's no more punch. So, this series has used it, it all yeah. up. Can I tell you, We I can't remember what movie we were seeing, but okay. they, the trailer for Toy Story came on. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was John Wick. I think it was John Wick, yeah. The, tour, the, the Toy Story 4 trailer came on and everybody groaned in the theater. Uh, Again, yeah. here yeah. we go. People were groaning in the theater. Yeah, so I think it's it's way barbecued. It, way it has, and up. I'm still going to give it a pretty positive B minus because I was watching. I go, it's fine. It's a rental. Like it's a solid rental that you can make your kids watch again okay. and again. Yeah, because uh, the animation is great, and that's and the humor is fun. Okay, but there's no greatness to it. Mm-hmm. How long is the movie? Uh, it's about an hour forty five. Okay, so not too bad. Yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a little bit too but long. But there are, this sure. is probably the scariest Toy Story uh, that has ventriloquist dolls, like Slappy from Goosebumps or like uh, Twilight Zone. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Or and Saw. They, or Saw. They're the minions in this movie. Oh, wow. And really? it's really well done. But yeah, huh. they're creepy. My daughter was not down with that She didn't at all. like that no. at all. Okay. My youngest daughter wouldn't come because she's like, no, Slappy. Slappy's in it. That's like, yeah. We're that, good. That's the, so a little scary for kids. Okay. Strangely Fair enough. enough. Yeah. Okay. But B minus. Uh, do you have another one or is that it? That is it. All right. Uh, hey everyone, we hope to see you tomorrow. Yeah. Friday, Friday night. June yes. 21st for uh, a Radio Ronin party. We're finally having a party that doesn't involve ghosts. So <laughs> that we know of. come hang out with us. Ibiza Ultra Lounge, 180 West, 400 South. Be there before 930. If you want to be on our VIP list, our VIP list and get in for free. Uh, all you have to do is just go to one of our announcements on our Facebook pages and add your name in the comments. Perfect. And if it's you and 20 of your buddies, it can be you and 20 of your buddies. If it's you and 500 of your buddies, that would make me so happy. Yeah. yeah so right? the more the merrier. Uh, we're hoping to have a lot of people there. You just have and to be in so before 1030. Got to get in for free. be there to get in for free. You can still get in after 1030, yeah. but we, the, the Ronin deal, you got to be there before 1030. Okay. Sounds so, good. So uh, we hope to see you there. Chandler is playing from 9 until about 11. Yeah. 30-ish, 11-ish, 11-ish. 11-30-ish. And then I play from 11, 11.30 to one thirty. So It's going to be awesome. Come one, come all. It's going to be a good time. Uh, get rid of all of your preconceived ideas. Get rid of all of your inhibitions and the I'm too fat or I'm too old or I'm too lazy or I'm too... Just come out and hang out with your buddies. It'll be fun. 
It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, we'll see you on the next one. We have a bonus episode coming out next week. It is the Patreon bonus episode AMA. Yeah. yeah. The Radio Ronin asked it's me. It's going to be good, I promise. We, we've got some really good questions. We have almost four dozen questions yeah. that we're going to try and get through. So we're just going to draw them out of a hat, and we're going to answer them 100% honestly. Yep, we don't with know, no editing. We don't know what they We know what they are because we're going to cut them up and put them in the thing, but we're going to put them in the thing, pull them out, and then answer them honestly. So. Oh, wow. Uh, we will uh, we will address all of that. I'm nervous as hell. Me too. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm intentionally trying not to read them. Yeah, but Kenny's like, oh, Chunga, you have oh, a, <laughs> a lot. You have a, a lot, lot you. of questions yeah. to answer. Dude. Yeah. So uh, so anyway, the AMA episode is next week, and uh, we'll see you on the next one. Have a great weekend. Bye. This is the Radio Ronin Show on podbash.com.